welcome to the Breaking Wax Podcast. All right, welcome back to Season 2, Episode 14 of the Breaking Wax Podcast. I got Brandon, a.k.a. Bronomath. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on, brother? I appreciate you having me back. I know you stood me up last time, so I'm fortunate enough to be allowed back on. You know what's funny is, like, that was an inside joke on my Instagram story, but so many people were like, who who stood you up? Who didn't show up? Who ghosted you? And I was like, ah, it's nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. So what's going on? A little St. Patty's Day. So you got a Guinness going? L- little Guinness, little pint. Just Guinness, though? You didn't do a black and tan? or? No, no, no. I'm I'm old, dude. Back in the day, I used to live for St. Patty's Day. Now, you know, you come home and you got kids and you buy an eight-pack of Guinness Nitro and that's that's all you got to do. I saw um, on my personal Instagram account some people that uh, I'm in the Coast Guard with, they, they're in New York City doing St. Patty's Day. You have to go to St. Patty's Day. I mean, people probably say Boston, but New York City, it's, it's epic, St. Patty's Day. I'm sure. You like Irish car bombs? Yeah, they're not bad. I don't mind them. What, what's in it? Jaeger, right? No, not Irish car bomb. Irish car it's bomb is Guinness, Guinness, and um, Jameson. Whatever the, no, whatever they drop in there that curdles the milk. I can't remember what it's called. Hmm. It's like a liqueur I, or something. I think. Let me look what it is. I mean, to be fair, I've never had one sober. So, but every time I've had one, they were good. <laughs> so. Yeah, you just gotta make sure you shoot them quick. Yeah, yeah. Nitro. Let's see I sent the link to this to the. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a pint of Irish stout, half ounce of Irish cream, a quarter ounce of uh, coffee liqueur, and uh, a quarter of uh, Irish whiskey. Mm. It's a whole That's lot of good. magic. It's a whole lot of magic in one drink. It's a lot more complicated than I thought it was, actually. That is actually. I just thought it was Guinness and like a drop of something, but apparently I was That's wrong. That's what I thought. Yeah. What's going on? What's new? There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Um, like baseball's back, but the NFL is dominating the headlines. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you had baseball holding up the headlines for quite a bit with the uh, the lockout, right? It was every day it was baseball, baseball. Now right. that that's over with, they're on to the next thing, which is free agency. And I think once spring training comes around, you start to see some of these guys batting, like Acuna is getting some, you know, batting practice, and they're showing and highlighting that, I think that will kind of transition a little bit more into baseball again. Yeah, I saw uh, was Acuna doing BP and he hit that missile and was like, I'm back. But yeah. I guess the Braves are holding him out, right? Until May, they said? He looked that's good. What they, but guess, that's what I said, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad the Jags, Jags finally spent some money, so that's good. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I wish they would have spent it on more wise choices, but uh, – I thought they did pretty good. Considering, I mean, so I look at it in the totality. Um, every year, they, all the fans, Jags fans, talk about them doing something, but then they don't actually ever do anything. Or they sign, like, one decent guy. Um, I, I'm glad that they spent money and signed a bunch of guys, a um, bunch of guys on the line. So I think they might actually take the kid from Michigan with the number one pick now instead of a offensive lineman. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's still some free agents out there. I'm I'm hoping that, you know, Watson lands somewhere where some of those guys will go. I mean, Beasley's still a good little slot receiver. Um, 
I don't think Leonard Fournette signed anywhere yet, has he? He's still open. No, no, yeah, he's still open. I, I, I think Tampa will probably go after. What uh, does he call himself now? I know it was a Super Bowl Lenny, not playoff. Oh, play, playoff Lenny, yeah. He's nasty, dude. I, I mean, I like to see him back on the books, but I also like to see him team up with uh, going back to Jacksonville, or just straight up going wherever Watson goes. You know, if Watson goes to, I, I think if somehow there's a trade that's done with Atlanta, it would make most sense for there to be like a three-team trade, right? Where right. Um, Ryan would go to Indianapolis and then Indianapolis would do something to send, you know, over to uh, the Texans and the Texans would uh, trade Watson over to uh, to Atlanta. And I think, I think Roger, not Roger, I think Ryan and Watson are, are straight up equal in um, – in contract, yeah, and pay. So, and I think they have a lot of cap space too, Atlanta. So they could still go sign some people to do. I mean, that that division's yeah. weak. So if Watson goes yeah. to the Saints, or but the Saints have cap issues. So I would, you know, there'd be more freedom with Atlanta. Just Atlanta's franchise is a, is a shit show. <clears throat> is uh, I guess they're letting Houston let Watson dictate where he wants to go. So he met with the Browns. Now Baker Mayfield's crying about it. And uh, now he wants out, and the Browns are like, you're not going anywhere, which I think is kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, Fournette, though, back to Fournette, he, have you ever met him? He's, he's mm. like the most down-to-earth, down nicest guys you'll ever meet in the NFL. Like, he talks to everybody. So when he was in Jacks, like, the whole summer, which I don't know why the Jags let him do this, but he literally spent every day at LA Fitness, and he played basketball at LA Fitness every day. <laughs> So, which was funny because when that, when Miles Garrett was in the um, the All Star game, I thought to myself, I mean, how is that allowing his contract? But then I thought, probably from an optic standpoint, of trying to normalize him as not a bad guy anymore because he had such a bad image, so it was more of an image play. Yeah, it's weird because like sports is almost um, it's almost like political now too, right? Because I I thought the Miles Garrett thing wasn't as bad as they made it out to be. And he wasn't the aggressor in the situation, right? Like, if he yeah. would have hit Rudolph in the head with the helmet, he would one hundred percent would have killed him. But like, I mean that well, that's what they get. That's what he gets paid to do is to like. That's Rudolph's biggest people. highlight. That's his biggest highlight ever. Yeah, he'll, he'll forever never will get, be. He yeah. forever will be. Yeah, he'll be irrelevant, but he'll also always be known as a guy that Miles Garrett almost destroyed. But right. we also talking about Miles Garrett got punched in the face by a fan in his car and didn't beat the shit out of him. So like you really have to provoke Garrett to the point of that. And he was getting provoked like all game. He was. So yeah, yeah I don't feel bad for, uh, for Rudolph at Amazing all. Rudolph. I don't either. No. <laughs> in, in fact, I mean, it, I mean, you never wish harm on someone like that. Right. But no. it, it would have been pretty crazy if he connected that. Oh, it would have been brutal. Then he would have been banned for life. For sure. Do you think he gets banned? I mean, yeah, only because they banned him indefinitely for grazing him with the pad, right? Because it was like the pad of the helmet. But if he would have made full contact with that helmet, he would have split his dome. It would have been. Oh my god! They would have stopped talking about Malice in the Palace, and it would have been like Miles Garrett killed somebody on the football. Yeah, it it would it would have been crunched Rudolph's head. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been so good. Man, what's Pittsburgh doing? I think they re-signed Haskins too, right? So they got Trubisky. 
I think they re-signed Haskins. And I, don't still think, have I, don't think, I don't think Trubisky's bad, personally. I don't think he's terrible. And, you know, <clears throat> is Juju Smith still a uh, free agent? He is, yeah, he is. There's still a few receivers out there that are decent. I think I screenshot or – oh, where did I see? So, Trubisky's numbers are actually better than Baker Mayfield's numbers. I mean, I don't doubt it, dude. I, I honestly think that he's not – I mean, I, I also – someone who doesn't think that Baker's terrible. I mean, I don't think Baker's that bad. I don't think Baker's that bad, but they're like, and I don't watch enough Cleveland games to know, but something's going on, right? Like OBJ wanted out. Um, they surrounded him with weapons. Dude, and, and, they, and they cut Jarvis Landry too, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so he's also out there on the, on the open market. Well, it's going to be interesting, man. Like, there's been a lot of plays that have um, – that have helped a lot of people's cards out too, right? Kind of like connecting free agency with like the card market. I mean, Deshaun's right. stuff's gone crazy and they kind of criminally exonerate him uh, a little bit. Obviously that was a huge weight off the shoulders to where you got a lot of teams looking at him. His stuff went up double, if not triple in some cases. Um, you know, that was huge. I think once he gets announced to a team, I think you see another multiplier there. Uh, right. the, same, the same way that I think you see some multipliers like right now, I think, Trevor Lawrence stuff's going up because they actually did something for once. And people are starting to say, okay, well, he's got a better line. He's got some weapons, while be it, you know, not who we wanted. You know, maybe Devontae Adams would have been nasty with T-Law, right? Just chuck it up and see what happens. But they're still doing something. So his market's going up a little bit. Um, Trey Lance market is crazy. Have you seen his? Yeah, his stuff's nuts. I don't, I don't understand why his is where it's at only because Garoppolo is still there. He's, he's really close to Mac Jones and um, Trevor Lawrence in pricing. And then yeah. uh, you have Zach Wilson is, is a, is a drop from Trey Lance, which I think Zach Wilson is still a pretty decent buy to be honest. Yeah. Zach Wilson's good. Yeah. The, the Watson, I know you're happy about that. Yeah. I'm pumped about Watson. <laughs> I, I still don't think, like, um, I know there's a big debate in the group chat about him getting suspended, but, like, I, I could see him not getting suspended. If if he does get suspended, it's going to be minimal, nothing crazy. Like, Well, this is the thing, dude. It's like he didn't, he didn't pay everyone off, right? Like, he admitted, he's like, hey, I'll pay you off something just to get the fuck out of my head, but no one took it. So he's like, all right, well, screw you guys. I know I'm in the right. And I'm just going to go ahead and take this all the way through. And that's kind of what he did. And he exonerated himself there. Um, but on a civil matter, I mean, do you just pay for it to get away? And when it goes away, you kind of admit that you did something wrong by paying it. So then he probably right. would get suspended some games, I would imagine, if that was the case. Right. Well, but, I mean, that, and that's why people hate Goodell, because you just don't know what Roger Goodell is going to do in that situation. Yeah, I mean, look at, like Robert Kraft literally was getting – hand jobs it was being recorded getting hand jobs at a legit prostitution a ring thing. A policing that was like a huge bust that had like sex trafficking going on and what happened to him nothing he's no, nothing 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 at all so if, if i was watson's attorney i'd be pointing that all fucking day long all day long you don't have any evidence on me there's no video there's no nothing but yet you had all of that on Robert Kraft. You let him continue to be an owner in the league, which an owner should have far more harsh precedent over a player. 
Oh, yeah, especially when it comes to ethics, morality, and things like that. I mean, and they can suspend owners, too. So, like, and they did, they chose to do nothing with that. So. Zero. Zero. Brady's back. Oh, that was big news last week, right? Brady's back. Even though... I was kind of hoping Watson was going to be his replacement, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's... uh. It's interesting only because uh, I think someone said Brady wasn't done or Brady said he was going to leave the door open when he retired two months ago. Um, now he's back again. So, but yeah, he's kind of a diva, right? Well, I mean, what does Tampa, what does Tampa mean? They re-signed Godwin. Um, I guess you guys got to hope that – was it the center or the tackle? I guess that he unretires and comes back. They got what's his name, um, the offensive lineman from the Patriots, I think, right? And, and Gronk said he's he's all in, right? If Brady's back, that's what he said at a concert the other night, and then apparently his barber said the same thing recently. Right. Look at that pour. That's a good pour. Is it? Hmm. Yeah. Look at that. I actually like Guinness. Guinness is good, dude. I mean, I can't slam like fifteen of them, but I'll I'll take down like three or four of them. They're not that bad for you either. No, they actually have best health benefits out of all beer you can drink. Besides something that maybe the Rock will make in the future, who knows? Yeah. I mean, look, it's only one hundred twenty-five calories, and yeah. the light beers nowadays are like what a hundred. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the carb count on that? Nine, but there's also a gram, um, no, it's a gram and a half of uh, protein. Yeah, so you got some protein in there. Totally justifiable. Yeah, absolutely. Get my protein on. Damn. So <clears> what, like what do you Dude, we, you should have had one. We could have. I told you to get one so we could have toasted tonight. I know, but I'm just, I've been doing, I told you, I've been doing like these 20-hour fast things. And, and for me, it's easier to fast after lunch. So that way, like tomorrow morning when I get up at 4.30 before the gym, I can eat if I want to eat. But most of the time, I'll just go lift, do cardio, and then come home and eat like a massive breakfast and then a lunch, and then I'm done again. So, Dude, look at that. That's that the best look, way to. That's that the best way to really pour good. Guinness. That's the that best way really to pour good. Guinness. That's the trick. I, I was actually researching it probably like a year or so ago, where you just take it, put the cup on it, and then flip it over and slowly pull it out, and it's the best pour for Guinness, look, anyways. You have you ever had a black and tan? Uh, remind me what a black and tan is. So it used to be, I forget which, uh, like lager it was, but that now they do Guinness and Smithwick. So basically you put the lighter beer on top of the Guinness and it looks like a black and tan, like uh, gotcha. half of it's half. But, um, but what I found is I, so I like fruit in my beer or sweeter beer sometimes. So like you can take blue moon and do it. It's so good. Um, in the fall, like a pumpkin beer with a Guinness like that, black and tan. So it's really good. Um, I can't, I can't get into those type of beers like pumpkin and blueberry and apple cider. I can't do any of that shit. It's not me. <laughs> well, I, I, well, and that's what, dude. And I'm normally, I'm just like a Coors Light guy, and that's it. Oh God, Coors Light tastes like straight up asphalt. What then? What do you drink if you're gonna drink a beer? Oh God, dude! I mean, if, I used to drink Big Ultra just because those are you could just slam those down right. pretty easily. Uh, but actually, yeah. I like I like Heineken, I like Red Stripe, like, at, at the restaurant. 
Um, oh, red stripes good, yeah. Yeah, that's probably my two to goes if I had to. My man's got caviar taste, but shit beer taste, just like me. See, those are all sh- those are all those are all shit beers, but I they're fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I hate IPAs. I don't. It, my you know my go-to line is when someone's like, "Hey, you want an IPA?" I'm like, "No." Nah, if I wanted to fucking drink sticks and dirt, I'd go outside and get a handful. Like, no, I don't want no goddamn IPA. No, I can't. I can't do that. All the hops and all this shit and that, and my stomach is all upset at the end of the night. Like, just when we yeah, get no down thanks. to it, if, if I'm trying to get drunk, just give me some red wine. Just give me some bourbon, some whiskey, and that, that's it. It's all I need. I don't need any yeah, exactly. fancy shit. I don't. I don't need you know a, a maple whiskey. I don't need that. We need Canadian. Phil said we need Canadian beer. I don't think I've ever had Canadian. What's a uh, Canadian beer? Molson Ice. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 bet you, I bet you Canadians probably slam down drinks, too, because it's a terrible weather. It's, yeah. No, there's not enough alcohol you could give me to move to Canada, though. No shot. No, no shot. None. No. Plus, you'd have to see Trudeau all the time. I don't want to want to do that either. So, <laughs> <clears throat> I, I like it here. I like Biden. I'm a... Uh... Can't wait to move back to Florida. This will be fun. We can go to OP a little bit more often. Exactly. What? So what's the deal? Are you going to go to Nationals or what? I think I'm going to go to Nationals. Um, I haven't ironed out all the details, but uh, I think I'm going to go. Oh, Molson. He said Molson. Yeah, so I, I want to go, but all those massive cards you have might be the best place to do it. Yeah, probably, dude. Um, it just it sucks because AC's a shithole, you know. Like, and I, I do want to spend some time in New York, so I'm thinking if I do go, that I'm probably gonna stay a night before Nationals in New York and like hang out with Bobby and Vadim and do some stuff like that beforehand, and then drive over with uh, the Bobby to uh, AC. But it just sucks. Like, I don't want to fly Spirit from Tampa to fucking AC. I think the only inbound flight, and I'm not doing that. No, I. so I was thinking, yeah, something similar. Like, either go to the show first a day or two, and then take the weekend or whatever to – or maybe I guess you could reverse it. Either way, do one, do one, then do the other thing, and then get the hell out of there. But that probably makes more sense. We could go to the city – Go to the show, and then fly out of the city at the end of the weekend or whatever it is. Yeah, of course. I'm trying to use my uh, Centurion Lounge. Oh, it's worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. It's so it's so worth it. Oh man, what is, does Bobby got room for us? Does he got enough room for us? Shit, I'm not gonna stay at Bobby's place. He's got kids. I'm trying to stay away from kids. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? You want to? Uh... We could get a Homewood Suites. We'll have our own separate rooms. We could stay in Times Square. I would never stay in Times Square. I was thinking about doing Soho, though. Have you stayed in the city before? Mm-hmm. I've actually stayed oh, okay. in Times Square a, a few times. I stayed once right there where the ball drops for New Year's Eve, which is pretty tight because we were able to watch it um, from like this, uh, this like conference room area where they're doing like a party, which was pretty cool. Right. I mean. I think as, you know, touristy and cliche it is to, to see the ball drop, I, I do think it's an experience to experience like once in your lifetime. 
because oh, the yeah. city's the city's nuts down there on New Year's Eve. It was freezing too, dude. It was so fucking cold. Oh, it's stupid cold. Same with uh, I'll tell you what day is always freezing balls is uh, the Thanksgiving Day parade. Without a doubt, it is freezing and it's an absolute shit show. It's cool to see live, but like we'll talk about thousands of people just pressing all against each other to see the stupid balloons. Like that was a once in a lifetime. I'll never go back to that. Yeah, that's, I don't, as I've gotten older, I'm not big into the whole crowd scenario, especially with kids. Mm -hmm. It's just too much. Like if I'm with like some buddies and we're like drinking and hanging out and sure, fuck it, why not? But with kids, man, it's a completely different dynamic of like, where you're at yeah yeah, like i mean my my temper shoots way quicker with your kids like you know don't fucking get around my kids move the fuck out of the way yeah i don't don't like feeling that for hours on end um so what are you buying right now dude what cards you getting into bunch of crap (laughs) i've just been trying to send stuff to get graded um i wanted to do a case break i wanted to get a case of series one um but then you're lucky you didn't well right so i, I think i saw you did it and then i saw a couple <laughs> other people that did case breaks and i was like you know what i'm just gonna buy the sp wanders because you know i wasn't really back into cards enough to know to buy like the sotos or the cunias before so i was like i don't care if the print runs massive or if I'm going to spend money, at least I'll buy some Wander SPs. And then, at least you'll have something to show for it, right? Like, that's, like, the biggest yeah. thing is you have nothing to show for it if you're ripping. I mean, I, dude, I rip, me and Fuddy ripped three cases. We ripped two Hobby and one Jumbo. Yeah. Got fucking, got fucking smoked. Got smoked. Like, we got a one-on-one patch auto redemption of some uh, – I can't remember who it was. I don't, was it Corey Seager? I think it's who we got. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Seager. Seager and then like a few other things, but it was all fucking it was terrible. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. We got one. No, we got two. Two 75th anniversary wanders, and that's it. Like the uh the foil packs. Yeah. That's we got two out of three cases. That's crazy. Dude, it was brutal. Brutal. So what you ended up just buying a bunch of the short print and the numbered wander stuff, right? Yeah, I bought uh I bought three of the SSPs. Um, I bought, I think, three or four of the SPs that are already off at PSA. And I bought an Independence Day Wander. And I think that was it. Good God. What did the, are you grading the Independence Day one or no? So the Independence Day, um, I don't think will gem. And I actually did a kind of a ballsy move on the Independence Day, so we'll see how it plays out. But I actually sent it to get signed by Wander in red ink um, on the card. So we'll see hmm. how that plays out. That's crazy. I it, I guess you don't really see too many um, high-value cards get hand-signed by the players, really. Mm-hmm. Have you checked the eBay to see if there's any comps, on, like, for anyone? Dude, I, I legit just, like – threw the ball sack out there and said, let's see how this drags. And if it, if it works, it works. If not, I mean, whatever. I just yeah. felt like the Independence Day now, it's just the border of the card, and it's kind of shitty looking. And I do right. think the red the red ink may make, make it look really pop. sharp. Yeah, make it look pop. So that's kind of what I'm gambling on is that what's going to happen. But we'll fucking see. I mean, I may lose a lot of money. I may make some money. I may break even. But 
Lisa, Lisa went swinging. I think you're going to be all right. You swung pretty big on Watson, and I think you're going to do just fine. I know. I've got to list some Watson up tonight. Just kind of get some cost back, dude. I'm, I definitely went in on uh, on a Watson. And people I were selling. I... People were selling him for dirt, dude. <laughs> but whether oh. it was a, whether it was an ethics issue with some people, or it was like a straight up like this guy, I just need to get out of this because he's never going to play in the NFL again. It was either he's never going to play in the NFL again, or it's an ethics issue, and I can't have this guy's card in my collection. Either way. I was just buying it off of that. Yeah, I don't like so I didn't I didn't get into the details too much of what he did. So like what he was just getting massages and asking for happy endings. Is that was it? Or was he like forcing people to do it? Nah, he never forced anyone. I I do think that maybe he was uh expecting some from some of them from like word of mouth of like other people getting it. Is or what I experiences. Yeah, because I think one of the one of the ladies had some dirt on other Texans players and the organization and some like management. And then she ended up pleading the fifth and actually not even testifying. So I, I think it was kind of one of those, you know what I mean? Like we yeah. were at that level, like, and maybe that's an industry standard sometimes through massage therapists at their level. I don't know. Um, you probably keep a, a circle that kind of communicates in that language and, Oh yeah. You so-and-so she, you know, she does a great job. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I've never, I've never gotten one. I care less to get one. Um, yeah. No. But yeah, I would imagine that's probably what was being done. I, so I didn't have a, a ethics issue with getting Watson only because it goes back to like the Kobe thing, right. For me. So when Kobe was going through the whole rape allegations, it was like one of those things where I was like, man, if, if he did do that, then like what he was like a sick person, like what kind of sicko, like he has people throwing themselves at him. Why would he need to do that? You know what I mean? And it's almost like the same thing with Watson. It's like, I, I mean, he asked, should you be asking some of that? Probably not. And then obviously I don't know what his deal is to be asking. How many women was it? 21. Alleged, alleged, yeah, alleged, <laughs> alleged. That's right. But uh, but that, but I mean, but that's the thing though is like with the NFL, I feel like if he didn't get charges, if he doesn't get charges, same thing, which he's not. Mm-hmm. And even if he he like he doesn't, I don't think he has a choice but to settle civilly now. Honestly, I mean, I mean, but what but what other damage are going to do to to him as his name? At this right. point, I say fuck it. Like, what one two things going to happen? A team that's interested in trading for him that wants him as a team to say, hey, listen, we want you, but let's have a course of action once we do sign you that we settle right. these cases within some odd days or months or whatever it looks like just so it's fucking done with. Right. That's, I would assume that would be a conversation you clearly have to have. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, like I've been saying, like the NFL, like the teams don't care, right? Because if they did care, then no one would be talking to them. Houston why, wouldn't why, be why would, letting him dictate where you can go, you know? Why Why the fuck would you care? You got Robert Kraft who's getting hands off himself. You don't think these owners are doing the same fucking thing? Well, that my point was going to be that it's a business. So to them, it's all dollars and cents anyways, right? So if he if he can climb his way out of this, which he is already, and, and, that, and I thought early on, I think it was a couple months ago, wasn't he at like some award show with his girlfriend or his wife? And then I was like, well, this dude clearly doesn't care 
and doesn't mm-hmm. have a worry in the world about this, which I'm but, pretty sure nothing's going to happen. But Bill said it best. I was talking to Bill the other day. He's like, listen, obviously he's a cop. He's like, if there was something to charge him with, he would have already had charges brought to him. The right, fact that exactly. He, the, the fact that he doesn't means that they're fishing and looking for shit. And it's not, and it's not like it's a year later. It's like two years later from when mm-hmm. all this stuff first right. popped up. But, le- but let's cut to shit. We're talking about the NFL, okay? The NFL that has probably the biggest ethics issue in the world of organizations who have literally said to African-Americans that we're not paying you out on your CTE because you already have uh, a lower IQ level than Caucasians. And that huge suit had just settled. So we're talking about them. They don't give a shit about ethics. They yeah. care about the bottom dollar, just like you said earlier. So, I mean, the, you, you can't be that naive to think that these guys actually give a shit because they don't. No, they don't at all. And that's, <clears throat> I mean, it goes back to the Miles Garrett thing, right? Like when he got suspended, they said it was indefinitely. And I was like, yeah, there's no way it's indefinite. Um, he didn't, he didn't kill anyone or he could have. Um, was it a bad look in that moment? Yeah, but then it all blew over and he's back to playing football. No problem. I mean, how many games did he miss? He didn't even miss yeah. that many games. Yeah, I, I still think that that was such a weird scenario because I do think that Miles Garrett's actually a pretty good fucking guy. Um, yeah. I just think he probably got provoked to that point because you didn't see shit for him this year. Like, he's never displayed anything like that his whole career. He's always been such no. a nice, like, big teddy bear type of guy. I, I think that was such a one-off situation. Like, Dominican Sue. I could see, you know what I mean? Because he's had a history of stuff like that, of like cheap shots and dirty plays. But I think Miles Garrett, you just, you fucked with the wrong guy and the guy snapped. Speaking of people with a history, um, when is someone going to take Grayson Allen's head off? <laughs> I don't know. But who is he playing with right now? The Bucks. Is he? Is he, is he playing well? I mean, he's playing well enough that he's in the rotation, and uh, they got rid of DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo, God, I can't even say his last name. Yeah, but, but uh, I mean, how how do you – I mean, no one's fucked up Draymond Green. No one's messed up Marcus Smart. I mean, his play last night on uh, Curry was nasty. I, did, I saw it briefly, but you, you thought it was he – did, he did it with malcontent. I, I just – no, 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 no. I, I don't think it was with intent, but there should be a gentleman's rule that the games are relevant. It's not in, you know, a certain, uh, it's not to get into the playoffs, not to knock somebody out. It's not a playoff game. You're diving for a basketball in, in regulation time. I, in, in a meaningless game, to me, I just think it's, it's it, there should be a gentleman's agreement. You shouldn't do shit like that. Yeah, I I understand that. But on the flip side of that, you know, when you play basketball, um, you're always taught that, like, the 50-50 balls, that's how you win the game. You know what I mean? So it's like, from what I saw, he dove to get the ball, and Steph kind of just bent down to get the ball, right? So if Steph would have dove for the ball, he probably wouldn't have got hurt. But since he was uh, not, not the aggressor, he did. You know what I mean? To me, there's something that happened that play that no one's talking about. Do you hear that? Binging, by the way? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm just making sure. To me, there's something that happened in that play that no one's talking about. I need to find it real quick, bro. I think it was on, like, Bleacher Report or something. It's the the hustle play afterwards. Where the hell is it at? So much shit talking about Westbrook. That's all I see on uh, 
on Bleacher Report. Dude, is, is he that bad? Dude, you see his purr? His purr is terrible. But you think it's like – you think everything's just getting to – to me, it seems like everything's getting to him as much as he's saying it's not. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, he's, I, he's, he's definitely letting it get to his head. I saw uh, on um, – was it Bleacher Report or House of Highlights where – these guys were in warm-ups for calling him Westbrick. And he came over and was like, what did you say? And I was like, it's definitely getting to him. Like, he should oh, be able yeah. to, to drown that stuff out and ignore it. But no, man, dude, LeBron's he's... probably – I thought it would have worked. I thought he would have been fine there playing with LeBron and AD. But... Well, with what? With AD? They played maybe like four games together because AD is literally <laughs> made of – he's a marshmallow. He's Gumby walking around everywhere. God. I, I think glass is a better analogy. I can't stand that's, that guy. That's my favorite meme is uh, Mr. Glass. Someone put AD's face on it. So I saw something today that said um, – it's funny because I posted a thing today on my Instagram that said, oh, you know, your, your dad never taught you about how good LeBron James was. And it had that like – it showed you about the final stats where he led both teams in all the important stats. Um, right. And Andrew from uh, Lucas and Tigers messaged me. He was like, I can't believe you love LeBron this much. You're always posting about him, this, that, and the other. I was like, I'm a fan. I like LeBron James. I know yeah. actually, actually, what I told him was, let me see, because it, it, it's, it's quite funny in my reply back to him. If you're listening to this, Andrew, I'm going to send it to you so you can to see what exactly I said about you. He goes, do you really love LeBron this much? And I said, your dad obviously never told you how good he was. <laughs> so he, uh, oh man, he walked right into he, that one. He did, he did. He went on this tirade um, about, well, how, how do you like him? This, that, and the other. I said, listen, I've been following LeBron since I was in high school reading Slam Magazine, and right. LeBron was having right. write ups in the back of Slam Magazine. So yep. for me, I've been following him since, you know, all the way back then uh, until where he's at now. And I told him that, and then his, where do you stand in him jumping on teams to win or bashing his teammates or the narrative that he was never have enough help or he's the GM where he tries to play GM and fails and leaves every team worse than he left it. I was like, dude, I'm at the gym. Let me reply back to you once I get out of the gym. And I gave him bullet points to each, each item. I don't, think, I don't think there's a narrative of him not ever having enough help early but, on for sure. You want to know what I said to him, and I and it made me think about it um, a little bit deeper, because I said again, I want to be exact. I said help is a hard term to use. Expectations would be the correct one. You expect right. people you have trade for signed to play at a certain level. Clearly, Westbrook is an example of that not working. But so so is the Miami team. The Miami team, the last two years, uh, Wade and Bosch were a shell of who they were. Right. In those finals, they were not good. I think they both averaged under 15 points a game. That's not good. I'm right. sorry, but that's not good. So the expectation of them playing, because they all came into the league together, and LeBron's still playing at this high level, and right. you, ex you expect Bosch and Wade to play and compete at that level that he's playing at based on age and how long you've been in the league, but they're not giving that output. So – the expectation levels drop. So it's not so much that he doesn't have any help. It's like, well, I expected you, Anthony Davis, I expected you to be on the fucking court. 
you're how old and you've only played probably 70 games total in three years. I mean, I expect you to be on the court. Yeah. I don't, I find it weird that people, um, the people that hate LeBron so much, right. I'm like, I don't like, obviously they hate him as a person and not what he does on the basketball court. Right. So I, I don't know where that came, became such a huge factor for people that they judge him based on that. And then, and, and like me personally, like, I don't want to hear about the China stuff and this and that, because you could say that about all these guys. Right. And then the people that are saying that stuff about him and, and the Nike shoes made in China, they're, they're the still, same guys they're that still look, buying Nike shoes. And oh, wearing they, Jordans, but, yeah. but those are the guys that still love Jordan. And it's mm-hmm. like, come on, Jordan, like had no take on anything. Jordan literally invested in companies that were heavily invested in prisons. So, <laughs> so if you, but so like, I, and I don't know if, and, if that's Andrew's deal that he just doesn't like that LeBron has a political stance, right but or that's, wrong. On but stuff. that's that's typically nowadays most of people. And I told him, I said, bro, social media, because he tried telling me, oh man, what do he say? Oh, thrashing their teammates. And this is what I said to that one because that was an uh, interesting take in 2022 versus uh in 1994 i said um let me say i said i said social media is a hell of a thing imagine jordan act like he didn't trash his teammates winning is a drug people at the top of the pole are all in jordan lebron are examples of each jordan jordan would have been just as bad if not worse with social media bro you would have seen a lot more of his cheating which was rampant you would have seen a ton of that. You would have seen a ton of his gambling. You would have seen all that shit. Oh, yeah. Jordan, <coughs> he was able to hide back then. You can't hide now. Hell no, dude. And, and, I, and Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. You said. No, I was going to just say, like, because you mentioned Andrew and he's a Sixers fan. Like, Embiid, I, if I see one more person say he's, like, as good as Shaq, they're out of their minds. They're on crack. Like it's not even a comparison, and it's not I think close. That, and I think they got worse with the trade. So good luck. You gave away a spot shooter in Curry. You gave away Drummond, who could bang the boards. Drummond was exactly what the Nets needed. They needed someone that could go down. I think how many you see how many rebounds he had last night? Mm-mm. Dude, so they lost uh, off that. Uh, that Spencer didn't really. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, against the, the Mavs, yeah. Let me see real quick, but dude, he's had such production. He had mm. he had fourteen points and seventeen rebounds. He was oh, seven. Drummond? Yes, Drummond's a space eater. Yeah, bro. So and then you put on Simmons on that team once he comes on there in playoffs or whatever that situation looks like. You've got two of the best scores mm. in Kyrie and KD. They the Nets got better. The Sixers got <clears> worse. <throat> yep. Yep. I don't. Uh... I don't. I don't know what James Harden's doing. Hanging out, bonehead ha- plays in crunch time. Hanging out with the baby and Travis Scott the night before games and shit. The guy's a fucking head case, dude. I would hate to have him on my team. He doesn't. I don't he doesn't. Get it. He, he doesn't care to win. Clearly, he cares about himself the same way Aaron Rodgers cares about himself. And I'm I was, so I was just about to say that. I'm so glad <laughs> Devontae Adams left that fucking shithole. Because he held out for his boy last year, dude. He literally like, well, listen, if if Rogers leaving, I'm leaving. He bluntly told him that. He had his back, and then Rogers came to it. Could care less. 
took fifty yep. million dollars, bro. <clears throat> so what? Uh, <clears throat> somebody in a different group chat was like, uh, <clears throat> said something to the effect about Rogers wasn't expecting this, and I was like, no, no, no Rogers did expect this. He when he signed that contract, he knew this was going to happen. And I don't blame Devontae Adams for saying, no, fuck you, Packers. You're you're not going to pay me or franchise tag me and not pay me and make me work here. I'm out. I won't play. I mean, good for him. I mean, that's, yeah. people don't realize the NFL, those players have the most raw deal. Because even <clears throat> Rob was like, I can't believe the Jags spent that much on, like, Kristen Kirk. And I'm like, yeah, but the thing with the, NFL, the beautiful part about the NFL is once they get cut, those players are owed zero dollars. Doesn't yeah, even get, matter anymore. Their guaranteed contract is their guaranteed contract. I yeah. mean, it's like it's like Landry right now. He got cut, got released, go where the hell he wants, sign a new contract with whoever he wants. Yeah, Julio Jones, same thing. I mean, that's like the the freaking Jags and all their wisdom cut Miles Jack. I don't <clears> understand <throat> that, dude. Why? Why would? Why would they do that? They, they well, they said because he's owed eight million, so they're trying to create a little more room to sign other players. But I'm like. Who are they trying to sign? Makes no, it makes no sense. I, that's the one thing about the Jags that pisses me off is like we draft these guys <clears throat> and then just don't even. I mean, because so it was Ramsey, Jack, and uh, Ngakwe were in the same draft, and now none of those guys are even on the team anymore. Makes zero sense. But he also had your most tackles last year, didn't he? Yeah, he led he led the team in tackles. I think it was like 106 or 109. So makes no <laughs> Wait. sense. I mean, look, dude, they they've made some plays this off season. So I'm still curious to see where they go. There's still a lot of free agents out there. I don't think they're done. I think uh, I really it's, wish that Urban Meyer would have been the coach last year and, and try to <clears throat> go in and effectively ruin or scar Trevor Lawrence. I hope that's not the case. Because I like T-Lock. No, I, I don't think he's pretty so. good. Yeah, I do too. I actually um, got pretty lucky on a, um, a Spectra RPA um, this week. I offered the guy, and then surprisingly, he accepted. <clears throat> and uh, and I was like, dude, what? Uh, I didn't know you are going to accept because when I sent him the offer, I was like, how are the corners and the edges? Because, you know, Spectra is horrendous for that. And he was like, "Man, they were good. I didn't really, I didn't mean to accept it." And I was like, "Well, I was like, well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I already paid, so." Yeah, do you want a beer? Do I want a beer? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure, you would. Did you get a six pack? Eight pack, dude. Actually, damn. That's what I said. It's St. Patrick's Day, man. I'm hanging out with you on a podcast. I might as well have a couple. So Adams to the Raiders, which I don't, I think uh, I don't think that changes the Raiders' outlook at all. Actually, um, dude, I I don't think Carr's that bad of a quarterback, man. Oh, I don't think Carr's bad either. But I'm just I, actually, you know what? They're going to be a problem because now you have to worry about Waller, Renfro, and Adams, and Josh Jacobs isn't bad. Um, I I like Josh Jacobs. I don't know <clears throat> why people are down on him. I know you like Josh Jacobs. You have like the huge collection of Josh Jacobs cards years ago. Uh, I still got a giant <laughs> raw. I just put it on my Instagram, a giant raw lot of Josh Jacobs stuff. But I'm I'm trying to buy this uh right now. 
this red auto um, heritage, real one, Franco, that just got listed. Another one did? Yeah, another one just got listed. I'm trying to get it for a decent price. What did the last one end at, like 2500 Yeah, right, $4,300 for the red ink. 40, 43 mm-hmm, for the red ink. Yep. I hope I hit. I hope I hit one in uh, in that break. I'll pay you money for it. I know you will. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big card, dude. That would be insane. Guys, what's that one? Num- what's that one numbered out of? Seventy-three, seventy-three, or Yeah, Oh, I think it's always whatever the year the cards are based off of. Yeah. So if the card that card set in heritage is seventy two, then it's out of seventy two. The red ones are. I got you. That really is a perfect four. But that that one was for sure. It just settles. Clean cleaned right up. Settled right up. Oh. <clears throat> um. So what's up with uh with the World Cup? Are you getting any soccer cards coming up, man? Are you getting a little fever? No. Are you? A- any F one little racing? No, I don't get the F1. Um, soccer, I bought. There's a Korean guy on. Um, I bought his Sapphire PSA 10 just to, to have one, but I, I didn't like go nuts with it. And then. So racist, dude. It's not racist. I'm Korean, so I'm, <laughs> I got to support. I got to support my people. Um, That's racist. Think, you're, no, you're, you're buying someone based on their race. It's not racist. Of course it is. You, no, disting- you distinguish you distinguish them based upon the race, and you haven't bought anyone else in any ethnicity. Well, but because Korean. that's who I that's who I relate to. So I'm, of course mm. I'm going to buy somebody I relate to. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> like who should, are you I, should buy? I should I only buy white people? No, but you can do whatever you want. So if you want to buy David Beckham cards because <laughs> you think he's cute, then that's on you. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, no, I bought some NASCAR NT. That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it is terrible. But I bought uh, Richard Petty. I know you know who that is. Of course. Yeah. Um, so a Richard Petty NT used uh, fire suit, right? On card auto. So like numbered to like 15 or something. How much do you think that was? $110. No, it was like 45 bucks. It makes oh, no sense. Huge. It makes no sense. So, um, <clears throat> trying to think who else. I bought a bunch of Zion, like an idiot. Um, but I, I still think Zion, he could be fine. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, actually, I saw a report that he lost like some odd pounds. Did you say several hundred? <laughs> no, so, some odd, some odd pounds. Like, like I think it was like yeah, yeah, twenty-six yeah. pound or some shit like that. He looked, he looked, he didn't look that bad. The pictures last week, he was, you know, he sat courtside at the game. Um, I bought a bunch of Glaber because I, I still believe, um, even though you're like, who's that in the group chat? But yeah, yeah, he's done, bro. You can just move on from Glaber. He's he's Glaber, Glaber. Yeah, yeah. He just turned 25. You know that, bro. He could be 10 years old and he's still not going to be fucking good in the Yankees. <laughs> no, he's going to be fine. Just chill out, right? Look to your farm league. Look to your farm league. Look to your farm league. Well, he's not playing shortstop anymore, so it's fine. Just look to your farm league because Volpe – they're talking about Volpe maybe going up this year. 
That's huge. Uh, he's happened. not. He's not going up this year. That's too big of a jump. You yeah, saw. He's not going up. There's no who, way. Who was it they were interviewing recently? They were talking to him about um, how come you guys haven't made any big signings uh, yeah. this year? And he's like, oh well, we have a, a great farm league right now. We have a couple players we're looking to move up here shortly. There's no way that he can move up that quick. Now, if if Bobby Witt didn't move up last yeah. year, then he ain't moving up this year. There's no and Bob, way. And, and Bob, Bobby Witt was was ready. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to even move up this year. So, mm, but, but oh, back to what I was saying though. That I would like a little support. Like when you were buying the Watson, and people were saying you're dumb. I I was supporting you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. But I've, I also, been root, I've been rooting for you the whole time. I support you all the way. Except for you, had, like, biracial divided purchases. Hey, listen, do you, you like who you like? I like who I like. What is, uh, <laughs> what's, what's the biggest Watson card you have? Um, probably a toss up between a flawless RPA 9.5, three color patch, and a um, three color uh, BGS 8.5, uh, true RPA NT out of 99. Oh wow! You know the two that you picked up was the was it the XRC XRC tie dye, yeah, or was it just a tie? Yeah, that one and that camo prism. Yep, those are sneaky monsters. Yeah, dude, I'm I was pumped about those. I got this for I mean, listen, I got all of it for a pretty good price compared to like other quarterbacks. Yeah, and that and that was how I was making my decision. I said, okay, well, if I want to buy Deshaun Watson, who was fairly priced high at one point. And had a huge drop down. Who could I compare him to? So I compared him to Kyler Murray's pricing because his his pricing was also down this offseason a little bit. And Deshaun Watson was still way cheaper than Kyler. So I thought to myself, okay, well, if he can come up to Kyler's pricing, I should at least double or triple my money there. Which the right. trade, the trade propelled him to Kyler pricing area on some stuff. Right. So so now it's okay, you get the trade going. Do you want to gamble on some stuff? I do think he's going to be good, bro. I mean, he's a top five quarterback. Oh, I do too. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He's phenomenal talent for sure. And, and, and if he gets it, <clears throat> he gets in the right division, like you know, on Atlanta or the Saints, and they do some stuff to help him out, or even the Panthers, whatever that looks like, um, they can be scary good in a weak division. Well, I mean, and besides, in Houston, the only time he had help was. Uh... He had D Hop, right? But Fuller was always hurt. I'm trying to always. think who their running who their running back was. Their, their um, play call was fucking terrible. Yeah, they never had a really good solid tight end either. So mm-hmm. um, he he he's done a lot with not really having a whole bunch, you know. <clears throat> and the, and that's nothing against um Hop, you know Hopkins because Hopkins, you know, I don't know if he's still, but he was top three wide receiver at the time, but it's like you got to have more than just a wide receiver to win. So, Yep. <clears throat> Tampa hasn't really made too many moves, though. They need to they need to get some pieces around Brady. Is Julio, did they say Julio's going to go to Tampa? Um, I heard that Brady's trying to recruit him over there. That's they just need, a, they need one fast running back. They need somebody with breakaway speed. As much as I love Fournette. They need that change of pace guy. I like Fournette. Fournette, the, the thing that people don't realize that Fournette added was his blocking. His yep. blocking was phenomenal. Ronald Jones doesn't have the blocking skill set. Not a lot of running backs in the league can run, 
catch and block the way Lenny Fournette can. And it's not even close. Maybe McCaffrey. Um, but even though his blocking is not as good because, you know, Lenny's a bigger dude. Uh, yeah. He's a little bit more solid than uh, McCaffrey is. But dude, his blocking was unbelievable. That Super Bowl run, those playoffs, his blocks helped so much in those games to have downfield passes on those play-action passes. It was he, – he was so – Oh, underlooked. He was overlooked on how good he was with his blocking. Is uh, is did they let Jones go? No, but I wish they did. He's a straight oh, up and really? down runner. He's a straight, <laughs> he's a up and down runner, dude. Like get rid of him. Yeah. Just make cap space. Sign. So you guys let- got that injury bug is what got was what you got was what got you guys last year. I think that's. Probably why Brady came back because he was like, "I'm not going out like this." Well, not only that, you had the whole fucking spectacle of you know Antonio Brown being a weirdo. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's not playing anywhere. I don't think he'll play anywhere. Fuck no, dude. He he runs a nasty three dig out route for a nasty catch, and then the next play throws a fit and throws his fucking shoulder pads in the in the crowd and leaves. Like, dude, who does that? And then you try to blame the Bucks organization on. Running you out, like dude, you're you're a psychopath. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was a uh, damn Antonio Brown. I knew he was a basket case when I watched the uh, Hard Knocks when he was with the Raiders. I was like, this dude is nuts. You always try to give those guys the benefit of the doubt, right? Because we don't really know them yep. on the day to day. But like after watching Hard Knocks, I was like, nah, this dude is on another level of ridiculousness. And he was. So. Yeah, it's it's sad, dude. He um, he's a damn good fucking player too. Like he's his routes are nasty. <clears throat> yeah, he'll never get another opportunity. So nah, he's done. Yeah, he's gonna get blackballed for sure. Yeah, and it's not even so much blackball. It's like it's it's any other work environment. Would you ever yeah. want to have an employee come back who just quit in front of your clients? You know, throwing their workbook in front of my client's face and walking out the door. No, fuck no. I'm never hiring you back. Like you're yeah. a bad employee. It's not so much blackball. You're just a bad employee. I don't want you in my organization. <clears throat> well, I just, I say blackball only because like we established earlier, the NFL doesn't care about a whole, a no. whole lot. I think Kaepernick was blackballed. I think, I think, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, my God, what am I? Antonio Brown, like legit, screwed yourself out of a job because you're just not a good employee. I think Kaepernick got blackballed. Yeah, Kaepernick definitely did. And then um but then Kaepernick didn't help himself, you know? Like he finally got that open tryout and then canceled it and like went to a high school and like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, you know, it's like Yeah. I, and that's it, 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 be, it became all about him. Yeah, well, and that's the thing too. Is someone uh, someone was talking about it on the on sports radio, and they're just like, you know, Kaepernick, if he really wanted to play football, he could be playing football somewhere. Yeah, of course he could. And, and even and and even like proving his point more so that he should be in the NFL, but he's not playing anywhere. So. Yeah, of course he could do, but it was all about himself. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be about himself. And I, I would imagine there's no way the NFL is going to say, okay, some team that wants him, take him on. They probably paid his ass a huge settlement to get the fuck out of his face. I think the NFL paid him, and they had to have paid him 
a ton of money, bro. Well, I mean, and that's the crazy part, right? Is that tryout he had was the NFL saying, here, we'll give you an opportunity. And then he totally just threw it back in their faces. It makes no sense. But that, yeah, he's done. Um, and that's, and that was, oh, that was the other point of the sports talk thing I was listening to. They were like saying that uh, someone was like, oh, yeah, he's in the best shape of his life. And they're like, there's no way he's in the best shape of his life. He's like 34 years old. Like, you've been, you've been on the league for what now? Five years, four years? Probably longer than that. So, Lane, this one's for you. When you play football, you have to continue to play at a high level to understand the speed of the game. So you've been out of the game for five years. You're done. Forget <clears throat> it. You're not, you're not yeah. walking back on the field. The, yeah. the, the, the speed is like baseball. You have to practice swinging all the time to continue to have the eye for the ball. If you don't practice in real-life situations and in, in actual practice and live scrimmages, you're just not going to have it anymore, especially as a quarterback. Your timing, your rhythm, every cadence, everything's going to be off. You're done. Yeah, like Tatis is going to be out for three months. <laughs> oh, um, man. Oh, this fucking guy. Dude, what is so is there a Vegas thing going on next week for cards? I think so, yeah. All right, so I keep trying to buy cards off of eBay from different fucking people. And I'm like, hey, would you do trade or cash? Hey, can you do this? I keep offering them. Oh, I really need the cash to go to Vegas next weekend. Every single person I've run into has been in that same situation. <clears throat> I don't know who these people people are. I don't like card shows enough to go to one every other week. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is man. What are you trying to get? That real one auto. He hit me up uh, on Instagram. We have a few people we follow. You're getting a shout out, guy. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to trying to scoop that card up, dude. Sorry, I, I haven't I haven't had I haven't had anybody. No, you're good. I don't care. I haven't had anyone lately on um, eBay where I've been like, "Hey, you want to do a deal? Here's my IG." I haven't had anyone reply with like, "Let's do this outside of eBay." He he just hit me up on one of my cards. And said, "Hey, DM me your contact for Instagram." But he wants four grand for the card. For the wander. Yeah. Hmm. It's too Where's much. He located. Ah, fuck if I know, dude. It's too much, though. It's just too much. Like, you take away all profit margin. I mean, you can look at like Vlad, like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. His real yeah. one auto red in the BGS nine is on eBay for four grand. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no there's no margin there. There's nothing to gain. No. I mean, and that's that's a tough thing. So I was talking to uh I asked a few group chats about this trade for this Henry Davis uh, PSA ten. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of the base quarterbacks I have, and somebody I think it was Jake was like, oh, catchers are worthless. Don't do it. It's not going to be worth any money. And I was like, right. Catchers have been doing really well. But I was like, Adley's, all his cards have been just climbing and climbing and climbing. Like, if you look at, like, it makes me sick to look at Adley Rushman cards because I had a few and you had a few. I had a bunch. (laughs) They're like, they're like through the roof right now. So I don't know if, 
like at what point does that hype or those prices on those cards come down? Like either he either has to get like cut, not produce at all, but you're not talking about anytime soon, right? So that's why I was like thinking about getting that Davis, but uh I haven't really looked into him too much. I mean, I know he's the number one pick, but I don't know, I think, man. I think they just released a um the prospect pool. Let me see. I think it was baseball America today for catchers. Let's see. It's funny you, you mentioned that because I was looking at it earlier. Is it Baseball America? No, it was some yeah, somewhere. Davis is on there. No, it wasn't that. It was it was some baseball page that was talking about um it, it was ranking positions. Right. And I I think it had Adley one, and I think um Henry Davis was three. I think he's like three or four. Yeah, three I, or saw, four. I, I saw the same one. Yeah, yep. He was like three or four. I mean, the kid's got power. There's no doubt there. I mean, it's kind of like Spencer Torkelson, right? He's first base, right? Yeah, first base. Yeah, first, first base. Or that, third base. Is he third? I thought it was first. Anyways, he like he. Yeah. They, they traditionally don't do well, but he's been selling really well. That power. Hey, what what's your take on? A, I know you're a, a BGS guy like me. Are you are you gonna buy any SGC slabs? So I bought the um, the superfractor Carlos Colmenares bubble right. first, and I cracked that, sent it to PSA, and it got PSA ten. So I I would say if you're looking for value in a CGC slab of a high end card at nine five. Oh no no not C S not C S G but S G C you know oh, black no. tuxedo yeah 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 I want to do this. There's a push. Someone's making this push. Not me. Um, I know it's not you. I mean, so like my my thing is, dude. Like, if if you're here to invest and make money in the hobby, then you kind of have to invest and make money on what everyone else is buying, right? And I'm not saying that in a way to be like a tag along, but it's true. Like if you go to nationals and you have a setup and display of all your slabs and they're all CGC or they're all SGC, people are just going to keep walking by unless they're vintage in SGC, right? Like people are just going to keep walking by. Right. That's, that's just where we're at. <clears throat> yeah, that's. A, I'd be interested. Maybe this is a question for Lane since he goes to all the shows with Leighton. Like are, are people buying other slabs at shows? Because when we were – when we did the two shows in Tampa, like I had those CSG slabs of like some decent cards and people wouldn't even look at them. So yeah, I, don't, I know, dude. I, uh, it seemed like that, that, shows, that, people weren't even looking at that stuff. That was the second show that you came to, right? You had all those um, CGC slabs and you were like, I, I can't do shit. Everyone just keeps walking by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's tough, and I—I I mean, I still have some, so it's like uh, there's mo- there's more weight in plastic there than anything else. Yeah, it's crazy, but I—I I think it's interesting, like all the comparisons, like slab stocks did uh, SGC, I think nine fives compared to like a BGS nine five, and you'd—I ha- mean, what would you compare it to like a PSA nine? You know, so I guess their value was like right kind of there, but then I was like, right, but that's not a a gem mint card though, because they have tens. Um, and then SGC even has like a gold label ten, which are, which would be a perfect card. But uh, I just so don't like them. My my thing is is like those places. Um, I love I love Aaron with Slab Stocks. I think he's a good guy. I've talked to him plenty of times. 
is that they're sponsored now, I think, by SGC. Right. right? So they're gonna Maybe, make those yeah. I think I think they have like a sponsorship going on. It may it may they allow you to understand that's who's sponsored. Luca Tiger does. They're CGC, right, or SGC now. They're no, they, they were HGA, and now right. SGC, right? I think is what it was. I think so yeah. Yep. Um, but I know Slap Socks is also SGC. So you're seeing from these platforms that they're comparing. That's fine. They, they obviously, right. I think there's a lot of cherry picking that happens. Um, I don't think that's the same for every card. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't think that's the same for every card that you see. I do think that CGC grades tougher or, or more in line with BGS, which could be cracked in crossed over to PSA, just in right. my experience. No, and I, and I think like we, you and I have talked about it, and I've said it a bunch on here. If you're trying to make money or uh, – multiply your raw card like it's it's hard not to go with psa when you see what they're selling for and and you know to me i just psa is not my favorite slab bgs is right i don't know if this will come in focus like bgs will always be my favorite but like bgs is just screwing themselves out of the market they're still the most expensive for economy and yeah but you like but we, we had this conversation earlier like you had those Wander SPs from Series 1, and you yeah. said, okay, I think I'm going to slow roll them on the economy or whatever it is at 50 bucks. The other one's, what, 170 or 150 in there? One, uh, there's like a standard for 100, and then, yeah, 170 for the Express. Okay, and I think you get that back within like two weeks. But if you if you know you're going to hit a 10, you're going you're gonna to easily make that card worth a ton of money. Look at the yeah. first Wander PSA 10 that sold on eBay. I don't know who would have paid that. Someone clearly did. I think it was like $2,800. Right. That's like a, that's like just, a $10 wrong card. the first one. Right. And then exactly. just to say they had the first one. And then uh, then Ben Bollard was like, pop two, because he had the number two one. I was like, this dude clearly doesn't understand how this works. Doesn't. It's going to be pop 500 in like two weeks. Yeah. But, but that's all the more reason to go on the SP route on the quicker grade to sell it. Because if right. that gets that, what the hell would a SP get? Yeah, I don't, I haven't seen a ten yet. The SSPs have been getting slaughtered. There's one SSP ten up on eBay for fifteen grand. That's crazy. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. <clears throat> I wonder if that person's getting any offers. Pardon me. I wonder if they got any offers in the I lost you there for a second. You said what? That that person on the offers? Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious as well. Yeah. And and then I don't know if you heard me. Torkelson is a third baseman. Is he a third baseman? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Big old torque. Here. I thought uh, Bagels and Wax is going to jump in here, but. Is he not? Uh, I don't think you so. Can't, you, you can't send him a uh, hop in? I said I put it in the chat. Um, he didn't say anything. Well, I thought uh, high end Kyler was going to jump in too. But no dice, no dice. Oh, he has no shot. He hops in this live. Let's see. Last of them now. There's no way Peter's getting on this. Last call for alcohol. <laughs> 
what else what else is going on anything how's business oh peter goes what call uh business is good dude um it's it's been really well i mean especially since uh the whole world well you're in florida so they are they clapped off covid a while ago yeah covid's not really a thing down here no not 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 for a while it's not no we we live life the way it's meant to be mass free I just, just I and just breathe air. Me. Yeah. Just <laughs> I just can't I can't get be on board with this stuff anymore. That's crazy. Oh I, I think Peter might hop in here. Well we'll see. Yeah, he's gonna hop in and then be like, Oh, this is live and my face is on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> what is this thing called? StreamYard? Some Bobby Rope Rear and Tyler. I said we need some football talk. Hey, you know who I think is uh, underpriced right now too is uh, Lou Bob. Lou Bob's kind of low too. He bro, he's been creeping, man. For the past like, it has been month, the past month, he's been creeping. I I should have. I'm a big Robert fan. I should have been buying him again a month and a half ago. Uh, yeah. I just I just wasn't. I should have. He's he's fucking. He's really good, dude. He's really good. He's, he's, when he came back from injury last year, he was knocked out. He was crushing it. Yeah, Lou Bob was really low for a while. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Zion was stupid low. If he comes back, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be really good. Not as good as you are on your Watson, but I'm going to be good. Peter goes live now. Sent, let me see where your, your link is. I just resent it. Yeah, I want to send him the link. He's not gonna be able to figure it out. You know, he's far worse than I am when it comes to uh, tech. He's he's not gonna be able to figure it out. Oh man, twenty twenty prospect rankings. Bobby Wood Jr. is number one. Adley two. Yep. Adley two. J Rod three. Torque four, and Riley Green five. Let's see what this idiot says real quick. <laughs> he goes, is there a dial-in as well? You know, I only talk to AirPods. This guy. I'll be right back. Let's see the yeah. option real quick. He ain't happening. I don't know what Brandon did, but now I'm staring at his oven, microwave, coffee pot. Interesting. Well, I think uh, what's interesting is uh, what's interesting. What so my buys right now are Zion Glaber because I'm a Yankees fan, so that one's sentimental. So don't listen to me. Zion is creeping. Um, you could have got nine five silver prisms for four to five hundred bucks. I think now they're ending in the nine hundred range. Um, another cheap sneaky thing to get with Zion if you're going to get him is variations. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I've been hearing you the whole time, dude, about your place. Yeah, um, I was just saying, like the you know those mosaic Zion variations are they're pretty cheap right now. Um, do, have you looked at the Have you looked at the um, the Trevor Lawrence variations, Jose? No, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I was looking on eBay today. They're actually really cheap, and they're hollows this year. 
Oh, it says Brandon's daddy just put in the chat. Oh, <laughs> this guy. What's up, creep? How's it? Dude, are, are you are you, are you is, uh, a potato? What's up? Are you in a potato right now? I have no idea what I'm at. Like <laughs> Again, I don't ever use the fucking. Uh, hold on a second. Here. This is a uh, live nice. on YouTube. Just so you know. Is it really? Yeah, that's bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was this call previously scheduled? Hold on a second. Let me like fucking throw on a tie real quick. <laughs> Think, so, things, uh, things just got Brandon, interesting. Brandon's daddy just entered the chat. Um, what on is Instagram, it's high end Kyler. Hold on a second. I was talking. All, all of this right now is live. It's too it's too late for that, dude. We already seen your face. We've seen where yeah. you live. We seen your LinkedIn. Yeah, everything. <laughs> your uh browser your browser history on the freaking MacBook. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. I'm trying to hear I'm trying to squirrel off session like that. It's fucking uh my pregnant fucking fiance rolls up to her room like that, and you guys got me live on fucking YouTube. Jesus Christ. It's about time for you boys to grow up, by the way. Oh, man. This is great. Hey, are you drinking? Um, are you kidding me? <laughs> Actually, uh, I broke into a rare bottle tonight. What might be a real rare bottle is uh, the best vodka in the world is uh, Beluga Goldline. You ever had blue gold line before? No, I'm not rich like you. Yeah, I'm yeah. both of you guys like that. <laughs> Same reason why you guys are doing fucking YouTube channels for fucking cards like that. You guys got nothing better to do. <laughs> hard work to do trying to make money out here. God damn it. <laughs> no, but seriously, that apparently like that, all these liquor stores, at least up here in New England, are uh, dumping out uh, Russian vodka like that. And then they're I saw actually, that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's like a trend all across the United States because this whole Ukraine craziness like that. But uh, again, Beluga Goldline is the best vodka. It's only a hundred bucks per bottle. One hundred twenty-five. That's, that's not bad. No, no. But huh. but for for vodka though, I mean, again, your top shelf vodka is typically like thirty-five bucks for a fifth, right? You know, Grey Goose. You know, yep. maybe uh, thirty-two bucks for kettle one like that so to jump from that 35 dollars to 100 dollars per bottle for this beluga gold line that's kind of a big deal in the vodka world for the vodka guys but uh, so that's like your like top shelf vodka it doesn't go it's not like bourbon and whiskey or tequila no. we can get a crazy to like a thousand dollars a bottle no no it doesn't exist like that as far as i know i'm sure there's some type of one-off with like Drake sperm in it or something like that for like a thousand bucks a bottle. <laughs> but uh, but, it, but there's there's no aging process with vodka. No, nah, it's, it's just it's just potatoes, right? Yeah. Isn't it yeah. potatoes? Or, or wheat? The French wheat, wheat is uh yeah yeah that's uh the, the uh Grey Goose or whatnot. But uh yeah, but it's absolutely delicious. I mean, it tastes like water pretty much. So I have an IV oh, on me for about three hours per day like that just to kind of rehydrate off of it. But whatever. You're an alcoholic. That's what happens. I like the uh, I like Grey Goose. So, what, how does it compare to Grey Goose? Like, is it just leaps and oh. bounds better? Puts it down. Yeah, yeah, like, way better like that. I mean, Grey Goose is smooth. I mean, that, that's my typical martini. Where I go to the bar, 
or the gray right. goose light on the dirty because you don't want it too dirty because then they start diluting the vodka too much so you don't get that bitter taste or whatnot but uh yeah and i've got a nice little herpy uh action going on here <laughs> it's right weird to see yourself on the camera right trying to figure out where it is going. i was like trying to say okay i'm over here no no, no, no there no, we go no. yeah that's nice where, where are you at right now are you watching football like uh ESPN. No, we've got. Uh, I'm watching that Kentucky St. Peter's game right now. It's at my 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 pad or whatever. So I live in the old uh, uh, Brando. You know this like that, but yeah. I live in the old uh, uh, Charleston Chew Candy Bar Factory or whatnot. They turned it into lofts like years ago. So got all oh, wow. that. Yeah, fucking little fucking cow I killed and all that shit. But yeah. So what, do you mix that vodka, or you yeah. just drink it straight? No, it's, it's it's mixed. I mean, there's there's like a little dab of uh, cranberry in cranberry this one. Oh, nice. I usually have the uh, uh, dirty mix here at the house, but you know, again, I don't want to get too fancy on a you know th Thursday night or whatnot. So what happens with this like YouTube live thing? Is this like it posted on YouTube like for good or something? <laughs> so, so you're uh, so you're you're um, you just jumped in the middle of the way, the way he of my, the my way podcast. he asked that. The way he asked that's too funny. Like, is too this late for good? that. Yeah, it's it's way it's way too late for that. Like, so so just so you know, this this gets posted as a video, but it's live broadcast, and then uh, afterward the audio gets put out on like every podcast platform known to man. That, that sounds great. That sounds dude. Great. I, I've been slamming these Guinness. Oh God, catching up. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, my name's Brandon. I'm from Florida. I'm his dad. <laughs> hey, You're Brandon Senior. Is that what's going on? Yeah, Brandon hey, Senior. So uh, let, let me ask you this real quick uh, while you're here, because we talked about football. We talked a bunch of different topics earlier. Um, who do you think the best value buy in football right now is quarterback wise? Well, I mean, the best value buy, I think, well, now you got to look at it based on the moves that already happened or whatnot, I think Daniel Jones has to be a good buy. buy, buy. Obviously, they're not going in for one of these other quarterbacks. Um, yeah. And if you look at his prices, if you can you can snag a NT Raw right now for less than 1000 bucks. I mean, that's really insane. Is two RPAs if, under a grand? Well, yeah, you can. I mean, I, I've snagged three or four of them during this offseason like that, and I think people got a little bit scared and thinking that uh, – uh, with all the Buffalo moves over to New York Giants in regards to their GM and their coach, that they were going to go after Mitch Trubisky. Obviously, he went with Pittsburgh. So without that scare away, we know that you know one of the biggest mar markets in sports. Period is settled on Daniel Jones here for 2022. As much as everybody wants to shit on him, you can look at all the terrible moves that moves that they made but last year that he played they played with a beat-up team between the offensive line and uh the wide receivers nobody nobody was playing last year so and including daniel jones himself so i think you're getting a steal like that when you extra things how football has just compounded in price wise more than any other sport you know percentage wise i'm not talk talking about it's worth money more than any other sport but if you're talking about joe burrow you could have bought a bgs nine and a half gem three colors it's on ebay Back in December for thirty thousand dollars, leading up to the Super Bowl game, that same card would have sold for one hundred and fifty, one hundred eighty thousand dollars. So we're talking about wow. that for a quarterback that's never won anything. Period. What happens if the Giants put the places in peace to even make a competitive team in the NFC lease? 
we're talking about somebody they can buy for under a thousand bucks right now. I mean, you can't tell me that that car is not going to be worth five or ten thousand dollars if they do anything this year at some point. Yeah, but what about um, did you see they signed Tyrod Taylor? That doesn't worry you at all. With his not at all. Coming in not at playing? all. There's a reason why Tyrod Taylor got surplanted by David Mills or Davis Mills or whatever his name is that nobody knows right. in the fourth round for Texans. Uh, um, there's a reason why he couldn't hold his job anywhere else or nobody wanted to hang on to him. I think it was more so a security blanket in regards to look at last year what happened. Damn, got injured. They threw in Glennon and fucking Jake Fromm and had probably one of the most embarrassing quarterback situations that we've seen for a long time now. Um, yeah, I, I like Daniel Jones. I think he has a nice ball. I think, and he, and he yeah, run, we, we know bad. what you think about Daniel Jones' ball. Oh, so he's athletic. Hey, somehow. <laughs> here, here, here he goes. Uh, who would buy this guy? Just just saying like that. No, no. The, the guy guy's fast, too, other than tripping over himself. You know, I mean, we've all done that a couple times. Throws a good ball. He's a big kid. He's 6'4", 6'5", I think six, closer to 6'5", range. 220 plus pounds uh, comes from the Peyton Manning coaching tree as well, which I pride. I'm originally from Indiana or whatnot. And so to see what uh, Cutler did down there in uh, Duke uh, for those guys or whatnot, like that, I mean, he's got a good pedigree. It's just a matter of, Hey, if they put the tools around them and the tools stay healthy. I mean, again, look at last year, you had Saquon pretty much didn't play most of the year last year. Oh, all his receivers were out. Uh, Sterling Shepard, he was on and off again, right? Golden yep. Tate was, not even there. Darius Slayton barely barely played last year. Evan Egram, well, he really just kind of he sucked. Out. Just kind of excited about his physical attributes. I mean, there really was not a weapon for that. And Kenny Galladay, fucking Mr. Glass. He was out all year, too. Yeah. So, and then an offensive line that was just a swinging gate. I mean, let's put some tools around the kid before we start judging him. I mean, his rookie year, I think he threw for 27, 28 touchdowns, and he had three or four games where he had three-plus TDs, so He's got the talent. Let's see if uh, we put the tools around with him, get a little healthy team, the big market. There's big potential there. What? So I know we're talking about Daniel Jones and the Giants, but how, how did you come up to the decision that you're going to go all in on Kyler Murray? Mine was watching him in college. So like to gamble. It's, it's pretty fun. Makes every football game a little bit more enjoyable. Don't need smirks from the uh, peanut gallery up there. <laughs> um, I mean, it's true. Yeah, I've got no interest in Oklahoma uh, other than that I liked gambling or whatnot and watched Kyler Murray, and his, his pinpoint accuracy was just – it was great. And for a little guy, I mean, regardless of a little guy like that, actually, he had a cannon of an arm. Um, you can't knock that he's got 4'3 speed. You guys can go ahead and Google that he – as a sprint online versus Andy Isabella that actually trained in the combine or as a time uh, time in the combine at four, three speed. And he actually beat him in a foot race. It's there for you guys to watch. Yep. Uh, so that's a pretty wild combination to have a quarterback with that type of speed that also has accuracy, obviously from his ba baseball background. So um, that's where I went uh, kind of all in. I was like, okay, well, this kid has kind of has all the attributes that we're looking for in 2019 at the time. Um, that no other quarterback we've really ever seen. I mean, Lamar Jackson, the most fluid, fastest runner we've ever seen, but he doesn't have any accuracy uh, uh, components with him or whatnot. So name one quarterback that's that fast, has accuracy, seems like he's a good kid, very well composed during interviews like that. 
His offseason really hasn't really given him much of a uh, standpoint as far as people understand what he's the message he's trying to get out. He kind of looks like a uh, right. uh, character in, during in that regards, but uh, but still, he still is very composed. You don't see him, you know, slouching over in the interviews. He says all the good things. He seems like a good. Right. Kid, so. When you were yeah. buying him, you were buying him as product was releasing, right? I was, <laughs> and that was before the boom too, like that. So all these people that keep on, you know, throwing some shade on my Instagram or whatnot, or throwing me some shade at uh, uh, going after Kyler Murray or holding on to Kyler Murray, they don't really realize my entry point. I mean. My entry point was literally right before that March 2020 boom that we really saw with sports cards. So, right. again, I was buying the black one-to-one XRC for 2000 bucks. You know, I'm, I'm buying, wow. you know, Jim Mint uh, Prism Gold uh, Auto for, you know, 1500 bucks, that type of stuff or whatever like that. So, there's not a lot of investment I had. Well, there is a lot as far as quantity uh wise i had and like that but as far as dollar ratio compared to where it's net where it is now it's kind of no-brainer just kind of keep on holding as we kind of see this market further and further develop i mean i'm at no cost basis which is always a good thing as a collector i bought multiples knowing that i have a problem with letting things go because i mean i'm a collector more than a investor or a, a flipper so right. you right. would you say that you're um you're break even already Yep, break even already. Yep. So oh, you can wow. gamble. So everyone that talks shit, you're like, this is all profit. Oh, it's it's, it's funny. Yeah, it's, I've got an elaborate stretch. Brandon, you've known me for a while like that, but uh, you know, I calculate everything to the T. I'm in the finance industry or whatnot, uh, and yeah, I broke even about mid last season like that during his hype, where you would say I disappeared, but uh, in reality, uh, my job gets busy towards between October. <laughs> through approximately May, and then it kind of laxes up just a tad uh, over the summertime. I just love busting your balls. Well, I, I like you busting my balls like that. It keeps the, me on my toes, right? The, the, kid, the kid gets hurt, and he just goes vanished. He goes, oh, yeah, my business gets fucking busy. See, I gotta- adios, senora. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Spain because Kyle sucks. <laughs> See you later. I, I think it's uh, I think the, the biggest – not biggest takeaway, but the interesting thing I heard about Kyler over the summer, not the summer, the fall maybe, was that he was named the most, the best high school football player in Texas history. Like he was ranked number one. Which yeah. If you think about all the football players coming out of out of Texas, that's incredible. It is incredible. Um, I mean, that is football USA down there. Apparently, he never lost a game. Um, yep. Won three state titles down there ever since his sophomore year, which is, is cool. But, I mean, that means nothing as far as the NFL, though. I mean, none of us are collecting his high school cards or his college cards. No, cards, no, so. but I, I think it just speaks to what you're saying, though, of, uh, you know, how incredible of an athlete and football player he is. And I, are the Cardinals doing anything to help him? That's what I'm a little bit worried about. Uh, it doesn't seem like it. Again, so you're talking about a quarterback that, although he's been great in his amateur years, he probably didn't have the best, I guess, tutorial to be a, a professional quarterback. He only started one year in college, which was right. Oklahoma, as everybody knows. And uh, Lincoln Riley obviously has a very quarterback-friendly offense, man. We saw the success that Baker Mayfield and Lincoln Riley also had. Uh so with having them have Cliff 
as I call Cliffy as a coach, really hasn't helped like that. This air raid system, um, in my opinion, is not an NFL system or something that could work. Um, it doesn't adjust very much to uh, the way defenses react, and I think that's why we've always seen all the, all the way back to Cliff's college days at uh, Texas Tech when he was coaching a second half uh, nosedive as far as the team's record and everything. And if you actually look up online, uh, you can see the routes the receiver wide receivers run. And he has DeAndre Hopkins, for instance, just running one route or on one side of the field all day long, where if you were to view uh, Devontae Adams or Tyreek's Hills route tree, you'll see it going everywhere, just all throughout the entire field, moving the play around to keep the defense guessing where, again, right. Cliff just kind of keeps them in the same vicinity or whatever, which is kind of wild. And then more concerning is maybe the GM of them. Um, you see what, especially now, if I'm Kyler Murray, I'm seeing what uh, Cincinnati Bengals and uh, the Chargers are doing with uh, yep. and Burrow. What are they doing? They're going all in on the offense like that. I mean, yep. now, Burrow, Bur now Burrow, you could say they're going all in on the, the whole team based on what they did this, this offseason so far, but – more importantly, they started off saying, hey, we're going to get your receivers, we're going to get you an O-line, and then we're going to build out from there. Because you know what? This is just like the M NBA, like that. We can roll back. All Us three guys are about the same age, right? So we can roll back to the 90s like that where it was just grinding on in the NBA in regards to hardcore defense like that, suppressing the offense like that. Most games were in you know the 90s or whatever like that. You had right. some teams showing up in the 80s. Now you have everybody showing up at 115, 120 in the NBA. Same deal with the NFL. The NFL has gone to, hey, the fans want offense. This is how we're right. going to structure it. So if you're not right. structuring your team off of an offensive capability first, then you're screwed. We're not. We're probably never, ever going to see another Baltimore Ravens, Trent Dilfer win the championship ever again. It's just probably no. not going to happen. Yeah. It does tighten up a lot more during the playoffs, but in the regular season, not even close like that. And you need offense in, 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 in the uh, – Excuse me, the playoffs. I mean, look what look what Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City did last year. They got absolutely demolished by Brando's uh, Buccaneers there in the in, in the uh, Super Bowl or not by the pass rush. You know what they did? They started five new offensive linemen this year for Patrick Mahomes, supposedly the best quarterback in the entire NFL. They got him five brand new offensive linemen after he made the Super Bowl. So it just tells you how offensively focused today's NFL, NFL. is was so yeah i think the only team that's literally trying to grind it out is the titans still right with derrick henry they're they're probably the only team that's still trying to grind out wins there's not there's such for a, the playoffs there's such an old scheme of offense too right you kind of have yeah, to if you don't get one of those franchise quarterbacks though i mean what's your option what do you think you're gonna air right. it out you know i mean you think you're gonna do what tom brady did last year I don't know what exactly the stat is, but I'm pretty sure he broke the record as far as attempts as a quarterback uh, he did. Uh, last year. So, I mean, uh, you're not going to do that with, with Ryan Tannehill. No, and, fine. You, know, <laughs> no. you had a beast in, uh, in Derrick Henry, and then you had a linebacker coach in Mike Rabel that believes in that type of philosophy. And, and it works for, for them for the regular season for the most part. But, Again, what's their struggle every single time to get to the postseason? They can't score points. So right, right, yeah, it's putting up the points. I mean, I guess that I mean that kind of feeds into what it's helping Brady too, right? Is just this air raid of offense, like you're saying. I mean, that plays into what Brady wants to do too. So yes, it and it's like it, a no-brainer. It's exciting. Would you rather 
watch a Titans game or would you rather watch a Bucks game? Oh, yeah, a Bucks game. Yeah, I'd rather watch anything than watch the running back run it three times. Yeah, absolutely. Just run it three times in the line. Hopefully we break one through, whatever. Yeah. Hey, so um, pivoting here real quick, Deshaun Watson, where do you think he goes? Where do I think he goes? Where, I think where, do, we, where do we want him to go, knowing how you and I have some co-buys yeah, together? We, we do have some uh, love on him right now. Um, where do we want him to go? I, I, I would say uh, New Orleans Saints. I think I'm surprised that the decision hasn't been made already. Um, obviously, it's between the Saints and the Falcons, but it, it is interesting that the decision hasn't been made already. I mean, you you could kind of build a, a receiving weapons around um, Atlanta if you really got aggressive in the marketplace, but I feel like you're in a better situation, obviously, with the owner that's willing to spend money based on all of the contracts that he just accepted. Literally, they went from like $70 million over the cap to forty million dollars under the cap within two weeks, the Saints and a lot, yeah, the Saints did, and that has a lot to do with the owner willing to extend contracts where it's structured as far as a lower salary up front for the first couple of years with guaranteed money to move the players to back end contracts. Uh, so he's willing to on year three and year four essentially saying, hey. I'll pay you guys out seven or eight million dollars on year one, year two. And if I cut you on year three or year four, you know, I'll still pay you 75% of that contract. But you have to sign this contract now so I could restructure it so the cap is more available for my team to build on pawn now. Does that make sense to you guys? Yep. <laughs> the way well, he says that, such condescending, Pete. I love it. Well, Brando, you don't sense. understand math, so I knew how to explain yeah. that to you. Frankly, a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand that. I keep on seeing people like that, uh, you know, tw uh, talk about on blogs or IG or whatever like that, sitting there talking about the cap. Like that, the cap's really non-existent. It's just a matter of if your owner's willing to spend money to accept that down the line, he's probably going to make some cuts or whatever like that, and just pay guys that aren't on the team anymore. Yeah, but right. you you and I got into it earlier because you said that Devontae Adams is 100% signed with the fucking Packers. I told you it's not going to happen. But that, that was shocking like that, okay? <laughs> because I thought it was not going to happen strictly not because of any dead money or cap situation, but more so because Aaron Rodgers would not sign up to be back with the Packers for, again, the, the contract uh, – is actually it hasn't been disclosed like that as far as officially from Aaron Rodgers apparently that but right, apparently right. fifty million dollars a year for three years like that but surely that's there's nuts some, so but no but surely there's some weird shit written written in there because otherwise why would Aaron Rodgers feel the need to sit there and say that uh, and then number two like that uh, if he already knew that Devontae Adams was gonna go and Mark Marquise Valdez Scantes is uh, a free agent right now then what is he doing is it, I mean. Is he just signing up to throw to himself? I mean, I don't really understand why. Maybe, maybe, hey, maybe, quit. maybe he is going back to what you said, Brando, like that. He doesn't care about fucking winning like that. And he yeah. just uh, no, I, 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 that. If, I think it's uh I think maybe he turned the corner and was like, screw it. All these years they wouldn't give me help. So now I'm gonna stick it to the Packers. Yeah. Go ahead and pay me fifty million and we're not gonna make the playoffs. And yeah. you're not gonna be able to sign anyone. 
but him and his girl split and everything like that. Unless he's coming out of the closet or something weird like that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit of that. Shameless plug. Yeah, shameless plug. I do want to say that uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling is an amazing kid. Worked for me for a year. Did he's he a really? really good, yeah, he's a really good kid, man. He seems I'm, awesome. Oh, that's cool. He's actually developed really well too. Like that, uh, he couldn't. I mean, he had so many drops his first two years like that. He actually became a uh, very competent receiver like that, and is somebody that I would want uh, as far as a deep ball throw. I mean, honestly, well, that, that's that's who Rogers was throwing to deep in a lot of, of those um, those plays. So he worked for me for a year. He was at NC State, came down to uh, USF. He had to sit out because they had the whole you know inability when you transfer over. You have to sit a whole year to transfer yep. rule. So he worked for me for a year, and every single client always said how great of a person he was, how nice he was, how respectful he was. He told me, he's like, oh, I run a 4-3. It's like, there's no fucking way you run a 4-3, bro. You're, there's no shot. I run a 4-3. I'm like, you're full Did of you shit. Race huh? Did no. you race him? Huh? Did you race him? I didn't try to get smoked. <laughs> listen, if we, if, we, if we go to the weight room, I'll smoke him there, but I ain't racing his ass. And uh, he's like, I'm 8% body fat. I'm like, there's no way you're 8% body fat working here, dude, Work with, you know, moving shit around all day long. And sure enough, he goes to combine and lights the combine up. I think he ran yeah. like a four three two or something. Yeah, you, you made him take his shirt, his shirt off in that interview, didn't you? Yeah, you, you see what I'm working with here. <laughs> if you would have never requested me to send you a photo, I would have never sent it. <laughs> hey, but, no, he's, but is, he's a Watson, good kid, is Carolina is Carolina out with Watson now? Yeah, it sounds is, like he's been. It sounds like that's a Deshaun. So it's interesting like that. You would think that a guy with 20, 20 uh, different hand job allegations would be a little bit more liberal as far as where he's going to go like that. But he really oh, is. Taking, yeah, he's taking this fucking um, no trade clause to heart, apparently. So, But that shows you that he's – That shows you that he legit is standing by his verdict of I'm innocent. Yeah, well. Ha- yeah. Has to. Has to. Well, it goes back to what we were saying: is the NFL doesn't give a shit, right? Because they're letting him dictate. Houston's letting him dictate where he's going, and uh, and it's kind of making a. It's starting to make a mess, right? Like the Browns are a mess already because of it. Two days. Yeah, in. that's interesting. But wow, drama queen. By the way, you kind of look like uh, uh, Baker Mayfield there, uh, Brando. Bro, name <laughs> for those people that are watching. You're a little emotional like that. Small hands. Small game. I mean, listen, that not all of us could be 295 pounds off at the tackle like yourself, Pete. God, I wish I was 295 and be so large. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be a wild situation, though. I mean, where do you guys think uh, Baker will end up like that? Because now he's saying. He, he doesn't want to be there, but then the Browns trade him. They said tough. They too bad, That was a nice post you made, but you're not leaving, yeah. idiot. I, <laughs> like, so, so this is this is what I think happens. I think, is, on, I think one second before you start that, because I want to hear your point on that. This is the most barren I've seen the quarterback quarterback market be for a while. Like that, where teams are literally there's like five or six teams that are probably super desperate for a yep. quarterback. Go ahead, yep. So I, I think that we're going to see Watson to Atlanta. I, I do think that's where he goes. I, I think we too. see. I think there's a three trade going on where Ryan goes to Indianapolis to your team, Pete. 
And I think some tr- picks and trades happen over to um, Houston. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say uh, Garoppolo has to go somewhere, right? God, I, I don't not. think he does. I don't but think he, ha- he does. He's a free agent, is he not? You think he's done? I don't he's think he's a free agent, agent is he? Right? I think he has to be traded. No. Does he? Yeah, I think okay. he's got to be traded. Yeah. I'm not positive though. I, I think it might be. He might have like one year left on his contract, and he has to be traded though. So, so tell yeah. me that we might not see another. Or it might be one of those June first cut deals like that because there are some players yeah. that can't be cut until before or can't, before and after June first or whatnot. But, we could see another cycle of three teams with Baker. San Fran, and then they trade off somewhere else with some other team. Who else is a quarterback? Well, I mean, I mean Carolina, Carolina, obviously. So, so um, we see, so we see New McCaffrey. Orleans. New Orleans see, has to have somebody. They're not going to roll with Taysom Hill, are they? So we see McCaffrey no, go I over don't to think they can. San Fran. I can see some McCaffrey go to San Fran. San Fran takes uh, Baker over to um, Carolina. Like something weird is going to happen. San Fran at this point is just rolling with Trey Lance. They, they have to. But, but but they do a, a three way trade where McCaffrey goes to San Fran and then Baker goes to Carolina. They do something. Anybody of wants a running back with that salary unless unless Carolina is yeah. doing one of those trades like nowadays like that stuff so, so can get so tricky nowadays like that where somebody can basically trade a player like like Philadelphia did to Indianapolis Colts for Carson Wentz or whatever absorb 60% of the salary or whatever. And then, so essentially you're not paying $25 million for a player. You may be paying, you know, $16 million for a player instead or whatever that was on a $25 million contract. So it, there's a lot of trickery that can go with that cap where it makes it again, what I said to you before that Devonte Adams thing like that. I mean, the cap space is a myth like that. You can always restructure them. I mean, look, look what, look at the Rams are doing. Are you kidding me? These guys were well. Actually, again, going back to the Saints, that was the most crazy situation. They were sixty-three, seventy million dollars above cap, and all of a sudden, million dollars before below cap. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> How does that happen, dude? I, I still can't believe you guys got that lucky with Wentz leaving. I don't know. Well, right now, it's not looking lucky because we don't. Yeah, have- something's gonna shake out, dude. You know that. Some. I think you guys get Matt Ryan. Because you guys lo- that you situation love situation had to have been weird in the locker room for it to get that ugly that quick. So yeah, yeah. he stuck the last couple of weeks of the year like that. But overall, if you look at his stats, they were pretty awesome. It wasn't bad year. No, it was like thirty touchdowns with like I don't know, like twelve interceptions or something ridiculous. That, I, that, 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 he, he just couldn't, he couldn't move the ball down the down down the stretch the last couple of weeks. So I was telling Brandon it was interesting as they were comparing uh, Trubisky's stats to Mayfield, and Trubisky has better stats than Mayfield does. I think Trubisky's not bad. I would rather have Trubisky. Why? Because he's more oh mobile. yeah, he's mobile. Yeah. And he's got a bigger arm. My thing with Baker like that. So small quarterbacks, you got Baker and Kyler. To me, they don't look any bigger as far as stature like that. But Kyler runs a four three. Baker probably runs a four seven or whatnot. Like that Baker, Baker doesn't run very fast. Remember, you got uh, that cop caught him. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I feel like Will Ferrell on uh, Talladega Nights. I don't really know what to do with my hands here. <laughs> <laughs> About to stab you in the leg. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, I mean ba- ba- Baker. You know, again, probably wants a four seven like that. Doesn't have a cannon of an arm. He doesn't do anything great for being a small no. guy. Um, his thing in college was his bravado like that, but it, you can't translate that cockiness and uh, the doesn't work. Yeah, ex- exactly or whatnot. So um, 
I think Baker, I mean, what could you even trade him for at this point like that? What I mean, I if if a team can't even extend you as a number one pick overall for your their fifth year extension, which is relatively cheap considering quarterbacks, right? Um, right. then you've got to find a trade suitor that actually believes this kid can be a uh, actual franchise quarterback to even give him a number one pick. First day pick, first day pick, even like that. He's would you nice. trade? A, would you trade a second rounder for 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 Baker Mayfield as a no. one right now? I wouldn't. No, no, because a second rounder is is in theory supposed to be a, a game one starter. Yeah, exactly. You probably you, you might be able to get Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh, maybe the number one quarterback uh, rated in some people's book today as uh, the second round pick uh, this in this year's draft. But you're going to trade a, for a fifth year starter that is already damaged goods. Injury wise, like that, that really hasn't proven to have a good year when he had a great offensive line for the last three or four years and a great running yep. game for the last three or four years. That's a hard play for me, like that. I mean, do you see? I, I can't see a Colts, I mean, especially Ballard. Ballard hoards his uh, draft picks like crazy, like that. I can't see him coughing up a second round pick and saying, hey, let's take, let's, let's take a run at this guy for one year to see if he's anything that the Cleveland Browns didn't see. I don't see it. So, is Jameis James a free agent? Yes, I would much rather have him. At least that guy can sling it. He's got some Brett Favre in him. He's got an arm. He's dumb and rock. He slings he it. Fuck steals crab legs. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so, but so, yeah, and Taysom Hill. I think that he looked horrendous. The opportunity so bad. They gave him. He looked worse than Tebow as far as accuracy and everything. I was like, man, this kid's lost. I don't know. That that yeah. contract does that contract go down as the worst contract in NFL history? I don't know how it's. Oh, structured, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. It, it was a crazy dollar amount like that, but again, maybe the Saints were ahead of the curve, especially with Sean Payton. He's a pretty clever, dude. They maybe spread they it were out the curve where they could kind of just cut him uh, without any dead money. So that's the thing I think casual NFL fans don't realize, and it kind of confused wise like that. If you get immersed with the salary cap, it's kind of interesting. So. For instance, I think DJ Humphreys, the left tackle for the Arizona Cardinals, absolutely sucks or whatever. He made the Pro Bowl, yep. but Pro Bowl is kind of like the NBA All-Star game nowadays. Just get a couple of votes. It's worse. Exactly. So uh, that guy's due $19 million here 2022. But if you cut him, there's only $4 million of dead money. And dead money means that's only $4 million actually hits the book that the owner has to pay. So – if you're a not a top 20 starter like that, I'd be scared shitless like that now at the end of the contract like that. If you've got only $4 million of guaranteed money, 19 laying out there, I wouldn't want to pay that. So, Yeah, it's kind of like what uh, Titans just did with Julio, right? They were like, he didn't exactly. play well. He was hurt. Like, nope, let's cut him. No, thanks. I think Julio will land somewhere there, somewhere though. I mean, he's too talented. I don't – I think he's – Definitely but I mean, he's a big, big receivers take a lot of big hits too. I mean, there's a reason why Calvin Johnson retired, retired early. I mean, he hadn't been feeling those hits. I mean, at six foot five, you hit quite it's a, a long bit. way down. It's a long yeah, way down. Big time. So. Who's your team, by the way? Uh, so I grew up a, a Raiders fan because of Bo Jackson, but I'm, I'm from Jacksonville. So I'm a Jags fan. Oh, really? So you got a yeah. lot of faith in this whole uh, T-Law situation. A lot of faith. Uh, I'm happy, actually. I was just talking, we, were, we were talking about it earlier. You know, every single year the Jags talk about doing something, then they don't do anything. Um, so I'm glad that they got him some help, but we'll see. Uh, I think Urban, Urban, might have, 
Yeah. Right. Exactly. At least we're being aggressive. Um, I felt like Urban might have put us back a little, but thankfully we fired it and got rid of him. Shit, but it might have been see. a blessing in disguise for you guys to get the number one pick again this year, though. Right. Time. Right. I think uh, we're, I I wanted them to take that kid from Alabama, but I, I'd probably take the kid from Michigan. Yeah, I think the Alabama kid would have been the pick, or whatever. But then you guys franchise Cam Robinson, which is kind of interesting. He hasn't been the greatest, but at the same time, I mean, he hasn't been terrible. Um, no. Christian Kirk's the interesting move. How the fuck do you pay this guy top five wide receiver money? And I, that I, mean, I don't know. I'm not a Cardinals fan, but, you know, I'm a Kyler Murray fan, and I was ecstatic right. to see him spend money on that, that kid. I mean, that was wild. Yeah, I don't, and that's the thing is I don't even know a lot about Kirk. Um, wasn't he like the slot guy? Kind of like that. Um Basically, no separation, can't get yaks, uh, top 10 in drops the last three years. So, you guys can have him. <laughs> and, and the sad part is, and he's an upgrade over the rest of our receiver core. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, you guys gave up on Shark based on inju- injuries or whatnot. Uh, I was kind and of. I, I like for, DJ a lot, too. I mean, I was hoping for an Allen Robinson reunion for you guys. I mean, that would have been nice to see, uh, especially if he didn't take too much money from the Rams, but. No, I think, he took, I think, yeah, go ahead. No, he took half of what uh, Kirk took. Yeah, I think it was more so saying, hey, I've been paid a little bit of money like that. I'm going to go live in L.A. versus uh, Jacksonville. Personally, I would choose Jacksonville over L.A., but uh, probably 90% of the pro athletes would choose L.A. over uh, Jacksonville. I don't know why when you think about the, the tax breaks you get the, here the in tax, the state of Florida. Tax breaks, yeah. No, the salary goes so huge. much further. Yeah, yeah, so many horrors in Jacksonville too. So many. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot right. in Boston. Are are you going to Nationals? I asked you earlier. I'm not sure if you answered that or not. When this Nationals this year? Oh, Nationals! I think it's a national. Um, I think I want to or whatever. That um, so that's in what late July. Yes, the end of July. Yeah, I think it's like third week of July. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I Man, I've been to Nashville since. Uh, I mean, the National since uh, back in Jesus. I was probably like a nineteen or twenty year old kid like that uh, back in college or whatever. I just had a little card fetish. The card fetish kind of goes on and off, as I'm sure you're, you guys did ever since you guys were teenagers or whatnot. Like that so you get in, you get out, or whatever that. But. Uh, um, there's always that kind of that itch to get back in the market. Sorry, I had a right. email going on there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I really wanted to go last year, but just didn't work out as far as location-wise. I wasn't too thrilled to be back in uh, Chicago being a Midwest kid. I've been to Chicago a million and one time. Um, AC sucks, though, dude. Yeah, it, it, it would. As, that's what I was about to get to. It would be great if we actually could get to a cool location. Like, Like, how cool would that be if it was – outside of Nashville or right downtown Nashville or not where, you know, a more celebrated area, a little bit more cleaner or whatever, but AC is just straight dirty. AC people usually only look for conferences there. If uh, it's, they're looking to save money like that because it's so damn cheap. Um, There's really no no other reason like that. Uh, Working in the financial industry for the last 15 years, we haven't had a single conference in AC for that specific reason. Been to Vegas even multiple times, uh, you name it, and the United States, whatever, as far as celebrated conferences, but conference places, but definitely not Atlantic City. So, think for its worth. 
No. We're going. I'm, I'm, so me and Brandon are going, so we'll see you there. Um, oh, really? I'm allegedly lumped into it, but I do think I am going to go, yeah. You guys got a hotel room? No, nah, I need to figure that out. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're, say, they're saying everything <laughs> next to uh, the convention is booked out, but a lot of that shit's all trash anyways. I'm not, yeah. staying, I'm not I'm not going to stay in a fucking hundred dollar well, problem. Is like that. You got all these breaker guys like that. Again, God bless the industry like that, but everybody thinks they're a hundred dollar millionaire nowadays like that. So uh, you know, everybody's booking the creme de la creme like that because they're seeing money they've never seen before, um, type of situation. So I think uh, again, being a guy that was in a hotel booked right now. I think we'll be probably pretty squirmish to find a hotel. So as soon as you guys find a hotel, plan on this guy, if he does show up, being that guy on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're saying that there's some decent hotels like 15 minutes away, which isn't bad. Nah, I don't do the 15. I'm an on-site type of guy that so I can, you know, do my thing, have a good time, have my drinks, walk up to my room, disappear for a couple hours, be back downstairs, back live. Back live, yeah. what time is that at? Uh, well, back live means like that. I'm back in the action like that. Once you're 15 uh, minutes property, you're talking about a different ball game like that. Then you're talking about travel time, talking about motivation like that. It completely kills like that. I mean, any anybody that's not an amateur would realize that, but uh, apparently I got to expel some stuff out of that. I mean, if you had kids for three or four years, it's a different ball game. So I understand that. So, dude, that's, I, I, I was telling him earlier, he's like, Oh, hey, should we go see Bobby in New York? I'm like, it, it was his, his family. I'm like, no, dude. I love Bobby. I don't want to see kids. If I'm, leave, <laughs> if I'm leaving my kids, I don't want to see kids. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and by the way, for the live stream, don't have kids. <laughs> this this uh, this sorry individual you guys see on this uh, live stream, he's actually having twins coming up here shortly, so he's already starting to dread his life. Brick and wax having twins. All right, buddy. Yeah. yeah buddy. Hey, all right, buddy. If my wife if my wife's pregnant, there's a problem because they ain't my kids. So. <laughs> what you already threw her down the stairs? <laughs> I got I got snipped a long time ago. Oh really? How many kids do you have? I have three. I actually have two grandkids. Fuck me. You know what? Surprise, yeah. Dad. I'm your kid too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to stay at uh, Harris Casino if we're gonna stay. I don't even know where that where that is in relation. Yeah, bachelor party there. About ten years ago, I thought lots of hookers, lots of hookers there. Um, very awkward situation in that, but uh, I'm not I'm not comfortable around that type of situation. I'm, I'm more of a biblical man like that. I go to church three times a week. Um, <laughs> they do that's have a church, church on lot, site. Church on that's site. A, that's a lot of repenting for your sins. That's why. Well, you know, you think I'm a sinner like that, you know, but you guys like to make me out this bad guy like that, but. Really, at one point, I was in the priesthood for three years, and, you know, my life changed. This wasn't for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, I don't know. That's about it, guys. Like that. I mean, I, uh, I'll, I'll be looking forward to the show if I actually do go. Um, at that point, my fiance will be uh, back in Spain, probably, I think. Because no way. Not that far along. No, it is like that. So they told her 24 weeks along, and uh then she can't fly. They just told her like literally last week or whatever that. I mean, I guess the kids are getting twins like that being it's getting developed pretty uh, quickly or whatnot or whatever. So all that stuff's kind of extra or whatever that I don't even know 
those type of words. I'm kind of they're speaking Spanish the whole time. I'm speaking in English. I'm like, yeah, sounds good. So, girl, <laughs> tell you that, sir. Okay. <laughs> you know what you're having? Are you having boys or girls? No, apparently it's a little bit convoluted like that when you have twins, uh, as far as the hormones and chromosomes and all that shit or whatever that, uh, again, never had kids before, not experienced like you breaking lax. So I don't have like three kids and then two other kids from some other baby mama. <laughs> uh, so again, it's the first time experience for me like that. I'm a, again, like I said before, I'm a biblical man, church three times a week or whatnot. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, so again, they told me that I won't be able to know until later on in the process. I guess you typically know around Brandon, you probably tell me it's around week 19 ish or something. You can find out earlier. I think at like week 14 or 15, but yes, 19 is typical. Mm. So that's their same. Oh, okay. So, she, so yeah. she's not far along then. I thought she was further along. Yeah. She's about 13 weeks coming up on. Oh, so. I got you. I got you. I got you. So it's, I'm, early, I'm it's early still. I'm trying to find out what I should buy him as like, you know, baby gifts. But I should probably go gender neutral because his kids will definitely pick their gender in like year yeah. three or four. Yeah. So, so I'll he, he yeah. and his. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. I'll definitely buy yeah, you. Yeah. So, <laughs> just diapers, man. You can never go wrong with diapers. Yeah, it's so boring though. <laughs> no, no. I, I want to I want to buy him just ridiculous outfits like FUBU from like 06. Oh my god. Like guys look FUBU and some felis, some felis, get him a felis. Yeah. Some great some great some great <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Hey, the great holes were good. Yeah. yeah, they were great. That was a great pair of shoes. Oh man. I was such yeah. a kid big time. Oh, some some Kevin Garnett and ones. I, I was big into so I had all the Iversons like that, like the, all the patent leathers like that. My favorite oh, was there you the, go. the purple patent leathers like that. Those are fucking nasty or whatever. That my little brother was even a, a bigger sneakerhead. He even got went on and got those uh, what was that? Those platinum uh, C Dub shoes or whatever I thought that he had with the wheels, the spinning <laughs> wheels on them. Yeah, that was Latrell Spreewell's. Like C Dub literally had a pair of shoes that were like covered in. A layer of oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. Yep. yeah, there's only like 60 copies, period, like that. It was, it, they were pretty nasty, yeah. Until but my I brother could... wore them out in the basketball court, and they literally just all, all the, all the platinum just cracked, crumbled right off. Crumbled I, I could have right sworn that, um, Chris Weber also had some spinning rims on his in a little window. No, nah, that was Latrell. Latrell, no, was he definitely had them. I don't, I don't believe you. Yeah, I know, I know sneakers better than you know, fucking hookers, and that's yeah. a big tail. Yeah, yeah, same reason why you don't know your mom. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> when you get dumped in the fucking dumpster, it's pretty difficult to find out who she is. is this gonna go on for like five minutes. I need to refill real quick. Yeah, you get a refill. Hey, I, I, well, yeah, we can. <laughs> what is it, kind of a uh, fluid situation? Dude, look! Look at this cute light in the background. Chandelier. My man's rich. So he he's got uh, he's got two penthouse units and he knocked the wall down in between them to connect them. Must be nice. I'm in the wrong business. That's what I said. I need to be in the. Are you still fasting over there? Yeah. It's tough. I'm di I'm dying. Like he said, uh, five more minutes and I was gonna be like, I'm good, dude. I'm about to I'm, shut I'm, it down. I'm on my ninth beer right now. I know. I'm, I've been watching you for two hours. Just crushing them. <laughs> Who the hell watches this shit like that? It's like little kids at home. Like, 
checking this shit out or what? Yeah. <laughs> Is that really how all, those, all, all, those, all those people debating you on Instagram or watching and listening? <sighs> no, no, but seriously, that how do people watch a uh, Instagram live? Because I've never watched an Instagram live or it. Is this an Instagram live or a YouTube live or YouTube. No, this is this is live on YouTube right now. So you can't like play like live Instagram at the same time. You do a live YouTube. You should connect them. Can you connect them? Um, I mean, I think I'd have to like set up a, like my phone. Um, it seems like that would be the move to be like that because it seems like there's such a mixture of who has what platform access and what time they're accessing it. So like, it seems like if you get a like connected of Facebook and Instagram and YouTube coming from a non-technology guy trying to explain this to guys that know more about the technology world than I do like that. It seems like that would be the move to go to. But you, you should have seen me logging in earlier. My fucking microphone wasn't working for about 18 minutes. I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, we had I mean, to FaceTime each other. To just, well, yeah, I, I, I literally turned together. my laptop off and it fucking worked when I turned it back on. So let's be real. It was sure. the laptop. I'm you didn't have a little beat studio there, uh, Brando. <laughs> I mean, you're rich and everything. I mean, you got a lot more money than me and Breaking Wax over here. Oh, God, please stop it, dude. Breaking Wax, what's the real name, by the way? I die. Don. It's Don. 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 Mine's uh, Johnny. Yeah. Okay, Pete. Peter. It's Pete, Pete right? It's Peter. <laughs> it's Peter. Oh, no, Pete. Just Peter. No, Peter. No, Peter. It's Peter. It's P-E-T-I-R. So. Yeah. Peter. Peter, whatever. Okay. Peter. <laughs> Nobody likes you guys, anyways. So, how, can, you, can you view how many people are actually viewing the current combo? I mean, how's that happen? Nobody right now. We got so, literally zero live. People. So, I, I before it was just pure podcast, um, just voice recording, and then people were like, "Oh, you should do the videos." So, I was like, yeah, we'll give it a whirl and do the videos. Um, but Still I don't know. I, how many people did you hop on the video? Like twenty or what? So I, I, I'm a, I I'm, a uh, I'm a guest. Breaking Wax is it's his channel, it's his host. I just yeah. made sure you got on here because you know you're so educated in the football sense. So I had to bring you on here. And then I carried it on another twenty five minutes like that. Longer, an hour. I mean, the your yeah. initial your initial getting on was hilarious. Um, it was fucking perfect. I can't wait to say not the most appropriate though. <laughs> but uh, there's nothing. There's nothing we could do about it now. <laughs> I, I can't wait to send it to the CEO of your company, your dad. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it'd be excellent, excellent. We just farm that out it'd, to everybody like that. Let's just blast that. Be, we could probably just clip nice. that that initial yes. minute or so, and then just yeah. put it on Instagram, and it'll probably get a million views. A million yeah, you views. Probably shouldn't do that. Like that fucking already ninety percent of the people hate me. <laughs> <laughs> It was good because he was like, "Oh shit, what do you mean live? Like live, live?" I'm like, yeah, "He's like, live. He's like, the fuck off." He closed his laptop. He's like, "I, I gotta get <laughs> yeah. fucking ready." My dick's hanging on my pants. I've been beating <laughs> off for the past hour. Oh shit, I, I had no idea what the fuck was going on, man. <laughs> fucking, you just told me to fucking click on this link and hop on. You didn't tell me I was fucking hopping on for fucking recording. Yeah, no worries. I'm, I'll send you a DM later with a link to click on. When it's gonna ask for your password, just put it in there. It'll be good. Well, I'm, I'm not too excited about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, what did I talk about Brittany Griner and fucking Russia to begin with? I don't even remember what I talked if about. You, uh, if, uh, no, but if, <laughs> if, I, don't, I don't, so that's a good thing is like I don't care. So I can delete this off of YouTube when we're done. It's well, not a big deal. 
yeah and then i can edit the uh the audio out too so if there's anything you know yeah if anything's too inappropriate like that just go ahead and delete that first part leave the first part and if you don't leave it at least fucking edit it and send me that sample so i can have that definitely yeah, edit of that. i i can't be too public with too much so put it that way so. yeah well because when it was perfect that's probably not a good thing to say <laughs> if you're in Boston. <laughs> yeah, that definitely came out. So. But, uh, that was great. I, mean, I feel like I said Brandon, something else weird, though, too, like that. I mean, fucking... You did. You nothing did. about Brandon touching kids, but something else, I feel I feel like. No, yeah, but so that was like... So Brandon was giving me a hard time because I reminded him before we broadcasted. I'm like, hey, it's live, so if there's something that you're going to say that might get you in trouble at work or you don't want out in the public then uh think about it because i so yeah he definitely didn't remind me of that you know i'm i'm just kind of <laughs> inappropriate in general <laughs> so like i'm i'm constantly like kind of thinking about what i'm gonna say because of my work that blue i can't wait to get out of here i'm so over it i bet how many more years do you have left one so I, I just got my retirement approved. So next summer I'm out. So what are you, 44? Turning 45? No, I'm 39, actually. Shit, you can retire that early? Uh-huh. I'm doing the wrong thing then. Fucking A. Yeah, I'm sure you are, Peter. I'm yeah, glad you are. I'm just trying to get by. Paycheck to paycheck, boys. Kyler Murray's on sale right now. 20% off. Hit me up. Hi, and Kyler. IG. <laughs> Hey, so when you made that Instagram name, and I have to ask you this, I've never asked you, yep. what went through your mind when you made that Instagram handle? What went through my mind like that? Uh, what went through my mind was either doing gay in Kyler or high in Kyler, and I chose high in Kyler for whatever <laughs> reason. So, um. but did, did you say to yourself, I'm dedicating my existence to this little guy? Well. My existence is a strong word or that uh, on, my, on, on social on social media. My, my hobbies, so I never. Yeah. So actually, I started collecting for probably a good six or seven months before even creating an Instagram account. I don't think I created an Instagram account until like uh, March or April. And then my fiance said, hey, avoid eBay fees like that. You should be, you know, opening up a social media like that. You know so much about this type of stuff like that. So uh, I opened up. I don't have Facebook, by the way, as an individual. I don't have Instagram as an individual. I've never had social media, period, as an individual. So I had no idea with any of this shit or whatever. So she was like, open it up with that. You're pretty educated about this shit like that. So I opened it up, started posting shit, posting my thoughts about cards or whatever. And that's kind of how it started to pick up even before Kyler was uh, anything relevant or even the card market. Mm. So, But you decided high in Kyler was my Instagram handle. Well, being that I own nothing but Kyler Murray cards at that time, yes. Uh, so you you had you had some Marvel, you had some Mahomes, a couple like that, but there's only two or three or whatever that. So so I usually start a project and then end a project within three or four years, just whether it be cars or elsewise like that. I used to have uh, a massive massive uh, NBA collection, Hall of Fame collection, and also a football Hall of Fame all rookies or whatever that because I was chasing that PSA registry. So I just wow. the highest sets ever rated on both the basketball side and the uh, football side, but sold it about six, seven years before the boom or whatnot. Just as a collector, I was just super into it. And then 
sold it, made 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 some good money off it uh, to purchase my first home. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know that itch started crawling back back in uh, 2019, and I had no idea how the card markets had developed to the extent that I thought it was cool to buy some college cards too, as well. So I bought some college. Right. Kyler Murray cards. You didn't, you didn't have those, you know. If you roll back six, seven years ago, you really didn't have a lot of college product. And I was like, "Yeah, no. I'm a gambler. This is cool like that. Maybe I'll buy a little bit of this kid's uh, cards or whatnot." So I started buying some uh, of his college national treasures when it rolled out back in August, whenever when when the products were back in time. So for those newbies that could be watching this down the line, like that products actually did happen on time. Your college products actually <laughs> did get released. Back in July and August, your prism actually was released in October. So, um, again, went all in during those months and just kept on buying the kids' cards. And uh, fortunately, I was able to sell off the college cards uh, pretty early, other than actually right in front of me. I was about to list this on eBay. Got my one college card left of Kyler Murray, his one of one national treasures, graded a gem or whatnot. I'm about to just put yeah. up here, see if we get any uh, snags or whatnot, but uh, that's the only one I kept. But um, yeah, that's kind of how it all started, and um, you know, kept it rolling like that. It's worked out so far. I mean, more so because I bought in early and bought the dips. Never bought when it, everything was its highest. I, I really don't understand how people sat there and bought Joe Burrow, and I, I had a number of Joe Burrows, as Brandon knows, like that, and I sold off a majority of them right before the Super Bowl, just like I did Patrick Mahomes during before his Super Bowl. I, I don't understand how people just keep on buying the highest point in the market. I mean, where else do they think that's going to go? I mean, Patrick Mahomes, like that, I mean, I think we all can agree he's probably the best quarterback in the NFL, and he probably has been for four or five years, but he only has one Super right. I mean, It's very hard to win a Super Bowl. I mean, and it's very hard to get to the big dance and in, in the NFL. I mean, it's not a sport like the NBA where one player can certainly control or will a franchise literally to get to a certain position uh, as even, uh, I hate to say it, a LeBron James has done so many times over the past decade. Right. No, and that's in previous podcasts. I was I made that point that even um, Stafford, right, that was his first playoff win was this year. It just so happened to coincide with him eventually winning the Super Bowl this year, but it's not an easy task. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl, right? Um, Brett Favre has one Super Bowl. Um, it's not an easy thing to do, and I think people misconstrue that a lot, um, especially like you said. I I didn't understand the Joe Burrow thing at all. Like those prices were insane. It's crazy for you for selling, but but still to go from thirty thousand dollars in December to. You know, after he won that first game, it was already up above a hundred thousand dollars for an NTRPA. We're talking about. I mean, that doesn't justify right. seventy thousand dollars worth of jump. I mean, that no. justifies people just prospecting that this guy is all of a sudden going to win the Super Bowl. I'll be surprised. This is a prediction from High and Kyler. I'll be surprised if the Bengals make the Super Bowl or makes the uh, playoffs at all all next year. Like that it's going to be a super competitive AFC. Mm. It's pretty good this offseason so far. Race that. that AFC West, I think, is going to have three teams this year. Um, so you're essentially you have to win your own division in order to qualify. We'll right. see. So I, I want to circle back on something you said earlier, dude. Is um, about the collegiate stuff that you were buying for Kyler Murray. And when I got into collecting cards years ago when I was a kid, it was all about press pass. I absolutely I love, love press 
pass. Love press pass as a absolute mass, massive, massive college fan. I live for college football every Saturday. I woke up, I watched college football from the morning, from ESPN game day all the way to the evening. I watched every single highlight game I could watch. And having that product was so big because um, it introduced like the football players graduating into the NFL. And, and it was just, it was so much fun. It was more. It was more, more so the uh, even so. I mean, the college football thing was excellent. That it was on card also, and then on top of it, it was really the first pack where you could regularly open up an autograph in a card. Mm -hmm. uh, Upper deck didn't do that. Looking like, yeah. in '96 like that. I mean, I think press pa press pass during Peyton Manning's year in 1988 might have been like six autos per pack. Because it was also the same year I was ripping uh, NBA and Elton Brand was 98. It was his rookie year like that. So I was so excited to open up. I got my Elton Brand autograph like that and a press pass auto. There wasn't a product for a professional license, NFL, NBA, even MLB, where you're ripping six plus autos per a box. So it really changed the game for those professional licenses as well. So I think that press pass, as far as a legacy product that probably a lot of people don't recognize. I mean, it was historic as far as how it yeah. changed the hobby. So. Yeah, but the, the inserts were awesome. The die oh, cuts were the those, best those die cuts. Do you guys were those net burners for the basketball? Yeah, but they had badass the cars. Man. Sweet like that. It had a net like that with all these little holes in it like that. Yep. Fucking Mike Bibby and fucking Elton Brand at that time, too. Yeah, that was great. Bro, but when you had Rainy Moss and Peyton Manning, you had Ryan Leaf, Charles Woodson, like that was press pass epicness. You were all on Ryan Leaf at that time, too. I remember you. Who? Yeah. You. <laughs> oh, I was Charles Woodson, so I died, baby. No, no, I, you were all, you were all uh, in Ryan Leaf and Viking, and I remember you. No. You, you had. You disappeared for about four years. Hey, listen, when, when, when Charles Woodson got drafted to the Raiders, I had his jersey the next day. I was a huge Charles Woodson fan. I was also a big Nebraska. I've always been a Nebraska fan. So when they had that split championship, Charles Woodson was a monster at Michigan. He well, was a Woodson monster. Was a wild thing. Wasn't he like the first defensive player and excellent Heisman? One a Heisman. Uh, Heisman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Dude, he was yep. nasty. He's he Heisman or Hesman? I have no idea. Heisman. Heisman. I say Hesman. So. Of course you do. She's smarter than us. Yeah, it's Cause... funny. Make fun of Jewish kids. <laughs> You're Jewish, aren't you? Yep. I am not. We'll talk about that later. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but listen, uh, we we've been on for like two hours. I'm I'm dying. Like, but like, we should you... definitely do hey, this again. You... You haven't been drinking like we have. I know. I know. That's, that's your I, I, told, I, told, I told him earlier to get some drinks so we could, you know, yeah, steer the same patty. Drink. All right. Well, well I guess we can, I guess we we can do it again. Off. I guess, yeah, but if you got to go, I mean, you got to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> you guys can stay and look at each other the rest of the night. No, I'm gonna see. I, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do you a favor though. I'll, I'll uh, delete the video, and then I'll edit out any um, things that uh, were any inappropriate. Questionable yeah. back. That'll be good. I probably need to look at that first like minute and a half. Can you give that to me though? I need it in a sample. I really uh, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, can't, yeah, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what I said there. 
Dude, you oh, came yeah. on like a fucking tornado. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah it was. Oh, it shit. Was Nobody told me I was live. I thought it was just like kind of like this FaceTime group situation or whatever. Like that, so. Dude, listen, when, when you die, which will probably be relatively soon because you'll probably have a heart attack. Right, three make, years. Yeah. yeah. Make yeah. make sure make sure your Quell sends me an email say, Hey, listen, he's dead finally. Come to his funeral. I'm gonna come, I'm gonna play that snippet at your funeral. So this is Peter Qatar in a nutshell. That is finest. There's better there's there's better snippets than that. That's just a little sample though. So I can only imagine like that as a fucking thing's gonna the hair's going like that. It's just bad, dude. <laughs> hey, listen, cheers, man. That was a pretty Thanks for having me yeah, on. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Definitely. Uh, Again. Thanks for listening to the Break of Wax podcast. Please, if you enjoyed it, share it. Um, send the link out. Put it on your story. I welcome all feedback and comments. Send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking about, what you want to talk about. And if you want to be a guest on the show. I answer all my DMs. I think it's weird when people don't. That's another story for another day. Again, thank you for listening. I appreciate the support and all the love. Peace.